What's the first thing that pops into your head when I say Chip and Dale? I bet it's these guys! But certainly the second would be those rascally cartoon chipmunks, Chip and Dale. What if I did something like, I am into nuts. <laughs> good, good, I love it. Great stuff! Woo! Just want to remind you guys, I'll be at FanCon this afternoon. Hey, watch out! I'm keeping myself fit and, you know, my updated modern look. Don't you think you'd have more fans here if Chip did these events with you? I hadn't thought about him in a while. I should give him a call. See how life's treating him. Life is the worst. Which is why you need good insurance. <sighs> a message on my landline. I don't like that. I know you're still mad about Rescue Rangers getting canceled, but I just got a call from the police and I need your help. That I searched the perimeter. No clues. Why would there be? Six missing tunes in a month and not one clue. Oh, no! Chip! Dale, you look different. It's no secret I had the CGI surgery. What's been up with you? You know, this, that, other vague things to fill the space of this conversation. Cool. We can see what we can find out and then pass it along to the officer, but that's all we're gonna do. So you're saying the Rescue Rangers are back? Yes! <laughs> You two come poking around where you don't belong, and I can't have that. Run! I got him! What are you looking at? Honestly, your weird dead eyes. <laughs> Over here! Go get him! This is awesome! I was always more of an Alvin and the Chipmunks person. You. Monster. It was like professional. <gasps> Same time. <gasps> Jinx, you owe me a non-brand specific cola. What? That was crazy. <gasps> Somebody called Guinness Book. <gasps> this is incredible. Oh, we lost it.
no, 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 sugar buns, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sweet. I don't care what you're saying. There's enough room. It's, oh, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Thursday night. But of course, you knew it was Thursday. You've probably woken up hours ago. But it's 7.30. That means it's time for Quiz Arena Live. So welcome back. And joining us as well, we have two fantastic guests. Please welcome Tegan Nichols and Jason Spidlow. How you going, guys? Woo! How do you do? Welcome! Hi. Hello, oh, hello, fantastic. hello. <laughs> Sporting the good head with it. I don't know if that's allowed during the work times, is that? <laughs> so, uh, I've got a pretty open doors. work area, so it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's it. Can, you, could, yeah, you, you can, get away with it. It feels like you're above everybody else. Is, is that what happens when you get promoted? It's never happened to me. <laughs> I've never been promoted. I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> well, yes, you'll be here promoting your wares here tonight. So, uh, fantastic. An actor as well as uh, Tegan Nichols. And how are you, Tegan? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Not as high or elevated as Jason is, uh, but no. I'm hoping you're feeling good as well. And and you're 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 on the ground. I love it. Are you eat, eating a Japanese dish of some kind? I'm meditating. Oh, good. That's good. Yeah. It's good to be in the Zen sort of mode here for the Quiz Arena Live, getting those exactly. trivia vibes going. Uh, exactly. <laughs> Beautiful Connecting stuff. one with the spirit. I've got, they're giving me answers. Exactly, yes. They'll be supplying you all of the answers here tonight as we get into four rounds of fun. And hopefully a celebrity quiz master who's going to be jumping in there as well. Uh, but we're not alone. We also have Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons, our quiz arena queen here as well. How are you, Rhi? I'm good, honey. Welcome back, everyone. Beautiful stuff. And already it's happening out there in the chat. I can see it's it's going wild guns. I can see that Darren Brown has already gotten in there with the answer. But for anybody who hasn't <laughs> been reading in the chat there, don't look at that over, at, at, over there at the moment. Come on over here and see if you know any questions from the teaser trailer. Well, it wasn't teaser. It was the full trailer released from Disney Plus out there for Chip and Dale, the new film. Do you guys know what that answer could have been? Not you, Ree, because I know that you're onto it. You're our expert here. So our guests are going to be trying to pluck those nuggets of knowledge and getting the 50-50s and asking the expert all these rounds tonight. But what about you, Tegan or Jason? Are you aware at all? Are you First of all, are you fans of uh, Chip and Dale, the Rescue Rangers? Love Chip and Dale. Yes, it's been so I know. long since I watched them. I've actually, been trying to get the kids to listen into the, the music and to watch the watch the uh, the old TV show. So that's it. Yes, even just the theme music. It's it's something about those like '90s uh, theme tunes, which if you just hear them, like we have a game called Name That Tune, and there's so many that are already lined up just for that. Uh, that nostalgic twinge alone. Uh, was Samurai Pizza Cats is one that we've mentioned um, before. Um, there's so many. You just hear the first. Oh, couple there's of there's a Gummy Bears. Uh, oh. Uh, there's, yes. a, there's a whole batch of them which we just sit there and pop to in the car. So it's, it's ducktails. 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 Oh, no, you just said that. Um, Duckula. Yes. Yeah. Count Duckula. Yes. Count oh, Duckula. That's it. Stay and away Gumby. From that trapdoor. Yes, trapdoor. Oh, well. Um, there is. Oh, there's one of our stingers, and I can't remember what's attached to. But our stingers does have the actual sound effect from the trapdoor TV show, um, which is that uh, sort of noise. So, yeah, it's, it's great. So, yeah, yeah, lo love the nostalgia binges out there. Um, awesome. So, yes, uh, the theme tune as well um, was a, I, I want to say it was in the 90s, at least I saw it in the 90s, uh, the TV show of the Rescue Rangers. is getting a resurgence with the whole CGI treatment, but I kind of like how they've gone the half and half, um, like, you know, yeah, sort of route. Cool. 
Yeah, I, I wasn't too sure, but seeing in this trailer, there, there's a surgery that they can get, which gives you the CGI. That explains a few at home, kids. If you ever had those questions, all those sort of like niggling questions about like, you know, um, what does Santa wear when he's riding the sleigh? Like, you know, all, all those nitty gritty questions that your parents really go, oh, I can't answer them. Um, ask your, your father. Um, and then they go, but he hasn't come back for 10 years. And then you go, yeah, but he's getting cigarettes. Anyway, oh, look at that. The chat has caught up. Look at that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Straight down there, beautiful stuff. Good to see it's working. <laughs> the gremlins are already out and getting in there. So yeah, what about you, Tegan? Are you familiar at all with the rescue rangers? Um, no. No. <laughs> I can tell you. Yeah, I wish was... I was born after it. I I like you know controversial, like they said in the ad. <laughs> I'm a. I'm an Alvin and the Chipmunks kind of girl. Ah, yes, there you go. Well, no, I'm sure there's plenty of love out there. I was an Alvin and the Chipmunks before they made the movies. I was a fan of that before they made the movies, and then I saw that, and it was just like, I don't know, it was just this uncanny valley, which was too much of a disconnect. Um, yeah. But yes, I, I'm sure plenty of people out there would probably know, and they've already got it out there in the chat there. But would you guys have a stab in the dark? What do you think that uh, was the occupation of Thomas Chippendale? What was he like known for? In the he 80s. was a furniture designer. Ah, nice. Tegan gets the points. She said it first. You I was trying to stay on. quiet because I saw it in the chat and I'm like, oh, just, yeah. No, jump straight on there. Yeah, ah. jump straight on there so that they don't have a chance to get those points. Yeah. It's, <laughs> don't make him competitive. Uh, that's it. Yeah, exactly. Uber competitive. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it's going to be good fun out there. So yeah, he was. Yeah, you got the point. One point was only for that. But he was a cabinet maker. Uh, lived from uh, 1718 to 1779. Uh, and I was going to just bring it over onto the side here where we can show off some of his wares because I think that you guys would be intrigued by it as well because uh, I always like, you know, looking into these sort of things. I like etymology, what can I say? So you can find this on the Wikipedia page uh, and we're going to scroll down to the bottom where we can see the sort of things that he made. So I wonder if I can span that. There you go. Oh, look at that. Gorgeous. That nouveau Baroque sort of style. It's amazing. I know. Look at that. Oh, look at this bed. This is something that, like, you know, we should get for out of the covers. I wonder how much that they um would be charging for these. <laughs> oh, look at that. That should fit in with the Hamptons theme we've got going on at home right now. That's it. Yeah, I'm just looking, though, at the um, the wallpaper and thinking how difficult that would be to keep to clean. I, I don't know if you guys uh, have, have any, like, you know... Uh, houses that have old wallpaper, especially with a sort of, oh, they're so soft and nice to touch, but it picks up every element of dust. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. Um, as well out there, um, there is, uh, what was it? Uh, a little trivia fact where they usually say that, um, was it majority of uh, dust is actually skin cells, dead skin cells left over because, like, you know, we're constantly uh, shedding. We're going through a process called ecstasis, which you'll notice more roughly in crabs and crustaceans, uh, uh, where they shed their. Um, skin at one massive thing uh, time. We do it over a period of like 40 days or something like this. Um, but uh, yes, uh, that process happens like that. But it's not like a, a, a maz massive ratio. When it's been scientifically tested, we found at least 50%. So at least 50% is dead skin cells. What's so, the rest? Yeah, at least you can sleep easier that way. Don't, don't Google what the demi-decks are though. If you don't like creepy crawlies. Um, and the rest, donut crumbs or something? Uh, donut crumbs, no, but I'm sure they're a lot smaller than that, so much more minuscule. If you guys know what the demi-dex is that I'm referring to, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, no, I mentioned it in the chat, but uh, pff, 
find a PG way of mentioning it in the chat. I'm sure you can do that. But it's a good segue because we've had the Rescue Rangers, which for me was a guilty pleasure as a kid. We've mentioned all of those shows I loved watching as a kid. Um, but the theme tune was one that I used to listen to, uh, traveling on the train for like two hours to go to school at Newtown, high school performing arts. Plug to all you guys. Um, that was a lot of uh, fun to just listen to that. It gave us a lot of like sort of motivation. So a lot of warm-ups, I'd sort of play those things because it's getting those nostalgic hits. It's giving their, um, the dopamine uh, uh, charging, uh, which, which as well, uh, it's, it's, it's a positive chemical that's in our um, brain and bloodstream, but it's uh, uh, more of a motivator. So it can motivate you uh, in, in, in different angles. It's not necessarily always positive, but it is a motivator. But yes, you can stimulate it by doing all of this nostalgic goodness. The Frankenstein of nostalgia is what we're all about here in Quiz Arena Live. And so what's happening out there in the chat, Ree? Well, there is a lot going off right now. Yes, um, there. Yeah, yeah, it's just constantly scrolling past me right now. But yeah. we're all talking about Thomas Chippendale being a cabinet maker from London. Yes. Um, and i got to say, <laughs> Phil Robinson cracks me up with his responses. I love it. Um, we have some new people in chat tonight, too, which is Welcome. super exciting. So a big shout out to Drew Drop. Thank and God some I got that one right. Original spec um, too, Overthinker 101. I think we yeah. see for our first episode. So welcome back. Balloon yeah. head. I don't know what you're talking about, but yay. Oh, should also mention, um, what is what is this? Yeah, I, I used it in the, the quick little introduction. If anyone knows what this is, it was featured in a prominent Walmart? Australian film featuring Paul Hogan. So I'll give you a point for the name of this, what it's called. Is it Woomera? Oh, sorry, a what? Woomera? No. Not, nah. not that I know as well. Feel free to correct me if I'm incorrect about this. It's, it's si sounds similar. Phil Robinson might be on the right track. Bullroarer. Yes, you got it. Bullroarer. Yes, it is an Aboriginal. It's an uh, Indigenous Australian communication device. So you would, I'd love to demonstrate this, but I haven't got the room in here. So I have, uh, as you can see, like, there's a bullwhip over there, which is a six foot uh, kangaroo hide bullwhip. It's the best leather to use. But this is a, a bull roarer, which you spin around and it spins in a direction like this and picks up the wind and makes like a oh, hold on, sort of noise. That's a very poor rendition of it. It's, I apologize about oh, that. It's pretty it's, bang on actually. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds a lot better than that, but you can see it in the, oh, not the crocodile hunter. What's the Crocodile film? Crocodile Dundee. Yes, yeah. Crocodile Dundee. I'll give you another point for that, Jason. There you go. Look at that. Already ahead by nine, with nine points. Uh, Tegan just behind on five points. So feel free to jump onto that. But yeah, it's really, really cool. I might even share a video on uh, Instagram of uh, me doing that and hopefully having a bull crack, a uh, bullwhip crack, if you uh, would like to see that. I think they crack at about 60 decibels. And the idea it's called a bullwhip is because it's supposed to be able to stop a bull at full charge. So if you're out there on the plains and you're, you're, um, you're doing your cowboy in uh, and a bull starts charging at you, you should be able to crack this and it should scare it enough that it would stop charging. Um, I've been to Africa a couple of times and that was one of the things that like, you know, I was always aware of being charged or ambushed by, uh, uh, what is it, um, elephants and rhinos. So I was constantly trying to pick up on the little indigenous tricks that they would be using to ward these things off. And one of the things in, um, there is a technique. Here's another trivia uh, quiz fact for everybody else out there in the chat. In the film, The Gods Must Be Crazy, uh, what was the technique that the, I think it was a game hunter, uses to uh, ward off, or is told that you can ward off rhinos with? What's the tactic that he uses? I'm all about the quiz questions already. 
Awesome. It's like a dance or something, wasn't it? Was it a little dance? I can't, I'm getting confused no, between God Must Be Crazy and God Must Be Crazy 2. I know, that's what I'm trying to think. I don't know if it was a sequel or if it was the first one. I'm pretty sure it was the first one because I loved the first one. I saw that as a kid and it, it just attached me so much. But the landscape is so similar, but also the indigenous tribe and things like that. Having the people from the Nene using their actual language as well. Um, his name as well, the performer is Ngao, is apparently how you pronounce his name. Probably full of terrible pronunciation, so I apologize about that. But if any of you guys know out there in the chat, what is that reference? How do you stop, or what is the game hunter told, the method to stop a rhino when you are camping? Yeah, Someone said lion pee, and I just want to know how you'd get that. Urine is a common tactic for usually camping. Snakes is usually, and bears, they say if you urinate around uh, the perimeter of your campsite, it's supposed to give off uh, like uh, the same animalistic scent that it would warn off other animals because they smell a different uh, scent. It's the same as like a lot of animals share their musk. They'll either pee on things or rub their musk, which is gross and very smelly. Uh, but it's all probably... what skunks are about probably like save up a whole heap before you go otherwise that's a lot of water you got to keep drinking to get around like depends how big the campfire is right that's yeah. that's it that's it look i'm going to say you inadvertently got the point because it is technically yeah you make a fire and they come and stomp it out yeah yeah so that's how, fire yeah. preventers exactly the, the firemen of the forest or the bush i think it was yes so yes beautiful stuff awesome so yeah you inadvertently got that point jason but don't worry we've got the leveler out there <laughs> so that could level all the scores and who knows we could also land on a game that i haven't told you guys out there which is called uh what was it you bet your life and then you get to bet the points that you have minimum bet is one point and you can go all in and like People have gotten major amounts of points on that game. Mm -hmm. They've also, like, you know, lost all of their points. So, yeah. Uh, is there anything in entertainment news, Re? What's out there oh, in the entertainment Oh, I have got a lot in entertainment news. So what would you like me to start with? Gaming news or movie news? Ooh, I love it. Well, let's let's give us... Um, uh, let's start off with the entertainment news just because people might be biting at the bit and then we'll go into gaming news because I'm sure there's probably a lot of gamers out there who are ready and rearing. Oh yes, well, entertainment news, we are naturally going to be talking about Firestarter, which is the new Stephen King adaptation. Obviously it is a remake of a Drew Barrymore film from the early 90s, but this one version stars Zac Efron. Unfortunately for Zac, it is getting ripped royally at box office at the moment, with a lot of people stating that it looks more like a TV movie and less like a new fandangled Stephen King adaptation. Uh, there are a lot of common references to the film not living up to the original. I, I must admit, I'm always skeptical when it comes to remakes. I tend to side more with the original film. But I do give Zach a fair amount of credit. This is the first time we're seeing him in a fatherly role. And I think he hits it out of the park quite well. So it's going to be interesting to see how well it actually goes once it leaves box office and comes onto streaming sites and naturally physical media as well but firestarter is definitely getting mixed reviews and at the moment is sitting at about 40 percent uh likability so yeah not looking too good for the latest stephen king adaptation unfortunately oh that um, is a shame that is a shame mm -hmm. because as well i saw just a a segue um a, a fan pick uh 
photo of the Fantastic Four with Zac Efron as um, the fire guy. I don't know. I'm so sorry if there's people out there going, that's not canon. He's not the fire guy. Well, he has the fire ability. The human torch. The human torch. There you go. Exactly. Yes. So the human torch as well. Um, and I was just like, yeah, I'd be totally down to see that. I think that'd be great. Um, although the Fantastic Four um, films haven't had the best track record whenever they've been trying to make. Um, I, I don't know if you guys have seen the, the Multiverse of Madness out there. Have either of I you guys... Had- no? Oh, no, I want to see it. I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's really distressing. And then someone posted some excerpt on YouTube the other night. I thought it was a trailer and started watching it. I'm like, no, no, no. no yes, I know. Well, that's the thing that's worrying me. Yeah, because I watch, um, was it RuPaul's Drag Race? I'm so behind. I watch it with my sister. And so I can't go onto Twitter because I'll find out, like, you know, then I just go, congratulations to this person. It's like, no, 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 no. And you can't do it. You've already seen it. So, yeah. You can't talk to me then because RuPaul's Drag Race is my hyperfix. Oh, that's it. So you're right on the pulse of it. That's it. I'm, yeah. Who's oh. your favorite drag queen? My favorite, okay. Uh, at the moment, Pangina Heels. Okay, work. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, at the moment, like, I, I feel like she was robbed, but like, you know, I'm sort of like, I, I get the, I, I bow down to the RuPaul decisions. Um, yeah. But, oh, but she was just amazing. And I follow her on Instagram as well, so just to see her stuff. We also had Midas as well, who um, is a Sydney uh, drag queen who uh, was on in one of our episodes. Yeah, so we're hoping to get a couple of more uh, on that and hopefully have a live show out there on Oxford Street. I would love to have drag queens versus drag kings. That would be awesome. I know, right? That would be awesome. But I don't want to cause any too many little fights. (laughs) To bring the unity together, that's what it's hopefully going to do. Exactly. That's it. Beautiful. Awesome. Uh, is there anything else that you have to mention, Ree? Well, other than sliding into some gaming news, and oh boy, strap in, ladies and gentlemen, because oh, do I have some stuff for you. Yeah. Starting with Evil Dead, the video game has now been released. It was released this week, and it is going off. It has the seal of approval from Mr. Bruce Campbell himself, yes. and it is currently number one game of the week. It is doing exceedingly well. You can play as survivors or you can play as demons. And obviously as survivors, you have objectives. You have to locate the Necrocomicon. You have to get in there. You have to stop all the demons. And well, demons, you have to stop the survivors. Uh, It is doing exceedingly well. And I got to admit, I've watched a few gameplays of it. I, I follow quite a few gamers online and it has just been extraordinary to sit there and watch the detail in it is just superb oh yeah jeez gonna be better than the uh ps2 evil dead game they had out fistful of boomstick yeah i haven't have you played that yeah yeah i've still got it sitting out next to the playstation 2 actually oh so cool because yeah i i keep seeing that but i i just can't find it and if it's not on steam there's just like hardly a way to access games nowadays That's so cool, though. Yeah, um, I was looking out for that because one of the things in games I kind of love um, uh, area d- destruction. So, like, lightsabers, when you get, like, you know, the, the, the body interaction, you cut an arm off and it actually cuts out. I'm playing Jedi, um, what was it, Fallen Jedi at the moment. Or, uh, oh, yeah, that's called. awesome. It's the original was a Red Faction, and you could blow up walls entirely. Like, that was just yeah. everything would get destroyed almost, except for the stuff that you really needed to, to keep the rest of the, the gaming area yeah. alive and not just come falling down on you that's it yeah 
That's so good. So that, that's being released. Um, was it, is it already out now? Um, it's already out now. You can grab a hold of it and jump on and start playing. It is number one in PlayStation Store at the moment for the PS4 and PS5. So it's doing very well. But you know that that's not all I've got. Let's head to Dead by Daylight because we have a brand new killer in the test build phase right now of Dead by Daylight. And the killer is called The Dredge. They have a brand new Mori kill as well, which I've got to admit is insane. Absolutely insane to watch. Yeah. I have just been completely blown away with some of the early viewings that I have seen in regards to this new killer. Uh, they are going between lockers. So in order to teleport, they will teleport across the map and pop out of a one of the lockers. Oh. You have the opportunity to lock the lockers, but they're going to still bust through, and they are very OP when it comes to killing. So I'm intrigued. I can't wait for that to actually be released. But, yeah, I do have one more little tidbit for you all, and this comes from my mates over at Gun Media. Gun Media were responsible for the Friday the 13th video game that came out in 2017, and now they're taking on another horror movie franchise in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Gun Media released a trailer... Uh, a couple of days ago actually and the trailer just shows some locations it shows some settings and i've got to tell you now they had an image of the game and an image from the movie and i could not tell you which was which wow it is looking really good and for those of you who know me and know how much i love my horror movies and so forth you know that kane hodder is involved in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre game, he is playing Leatherface, so I am really looking forward to seeing what he does there. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds so good. I'm just still, like, terrified by the idea of in Dead by Daylight, the teleporting through the lockers, because that game's scary enough. You've seen some of my playthroughs of... I'm a terrible gamer, as it is. Like, you know, when we did the Mortuary Assistant, that, you know, I had to get into a zone just to be able to make sure that I was, um you know, uh, going to be able to uh, fulfill what the job was required. So I'm glad that I at least could get to that point. You uh, know what? You did exceedingly well with the mortuary assistant. I mean, you, you had a chicken sitting beside you, which was me, but no, I think you did exceedingly well with it. I put it down to having Mick there. Uh, Lux Voco as oh, yeah. well. He did the uh, intro um, 3D effects and the music. Uh, as well, and we're currently working on a new intro, which is going to be all light and fluffy. So, um, Reeve, yeah, having a look at that, uh, all yeah. nostalgic and things like that, um, old Disney style. I don't know. At least that's what it feels like. Um, as long as, as long as my car makes it in there, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. If there is a car, it's going to be one of those old crank ones. Um, but if that, if you do use one of those, stand back. Oh my goodness! I was looking into some of the etymology and stuff like that of uh, how it does. And for anybody who's out there who wants to get finicky about it, etymology means the origin of, um, or, or the origins of things. Yes, of course, it means the words uh, as well, but it means the, uh, it comes from the word of origins. Anyway, uh, the amount of accidents that you could have because you're literally kick-starting, like, you know, you're creating a spark. So it would kick the, uh, the piston and that would drive the shank, the, 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 you know, the windy thing, really, really fast. So the amount of accidents that people would get because it would kick around and smash them in the head and they would get, like, a huge concussion or something like this. So, yeah, I was going to say be careful with your old-timey vehicles because I know everybody has those ones, us transferring into, like, you know, battery-powered things. Oh, I'm a oh, I start my Tesla. I was about to say, yeah, how do you kickstart those? <laughs> a little bicycle inside, I try and push hard. To That's it, yeah. I'm waiting current. for the solar-power ones. You know, the, um, uh, the film uh, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? That yes. van that he had. 
I want one of those when you you start it up, all of the va- the elo- the pads start opening up like blossoms, like a flower, like a lotus. That's it, like a lotus out there. Beautiful stuff. Um, good. So yeah, we've got a lot of people out there agreeing and loving the games. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got? Um, you know that it wouldn't be a full entertainment report though if I didn't bring up my man, Mr. Tom Cruise. Oh yeah. Because well, Tom actually got honored overnight. At the Cannes Film Festival, he received an honorary award. Uh, I believe he's actually the 16th person to have received the Palme d'Or Award at the Cannes Film Festival, which was presented by the festival's president, uh, Pierre Lescaut. Um, And it was a surprise for Tom, who had no idea that he was going to be receiving it. And the best part was they actually had some of the Air Force fly over uh, leaving behind streaks of red, white, and blue in the sky as an honor to the soon-to-be-released Top Gun Maverick. Cool. So I must admit, I'm a hu- we all know by now I'm a huge Tom Cruise fan, and I think it's wonderful to just sort of see him out and about and doing what he's doing. And for everything that I'm hearing so far, Maverick is definitely a sequel that we have been long waiting for. Mm. So I will be seeing it next week. I'm super excited for it. And uh, just very quickly, too, for those of you in the chat that are a fan of Bob's Burgers, there is actually a movie being released in cinemas next week as well on the 26th of May. Really? Bob Burgers the movie will be hitting a screen near you. In cinemas as well? Mm-hmm. That's very cool. So I didn't uh. mean to be petrified, but it just, I, everything <laughs> is streaming now. So it was just like, that's yeah. so cool. That's really yeah. good. I, I don't know. I love it. If there was a Family Guy movie in the cinemas, I'd use it as an excuse just to get out there and go sit in gold class. I don't know. <laughs> if you haven't had the gold cast experience, it's a lot of fun. Like you know, you just get oh, pampered. it really is. That's all I ever do these days. Getting but... the champagne like at the the, the midpoint of a film, and then they're just kind of going to lose. And then like this stupid Maltese or waffle cake thing, and it's just like oh yes, 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 yes I'm a mature adult. So good. Get a heavy drink at the start because you'll fall asleep like I did. Just oh, that's it. Yeah, you don't hit the shots before you go in because then you're like you know going to have a three hour epic of just like strap in. What I miss? What I miss? Yes. Um, mentioning out there in the chat, though, Phil Robinson said that we had a 1930A uh, model Ford. Really, really cool. Awesome out there. So, yeah, the old school um, Ford out there. Really cool. Uh, and more Tom Cruise love as well. Uh, and love as well for Bob's Burgers, too. Uh, Doctor Who's 60th is filming. Ah, oh, very cool as well. Captain Tate and David Tennant's on set. And uh, Bernard Cribbins. Awesome. I'm hoping I pronounced that right. That's why I read it like three Sounds times. But it is Cribbins. I'm hoping... It's fun to say anyway. Thank you so much, Reed. That's so really cool uh, because we've had, not only had the gaming news out there for everybody else, but I do know as well um, that I want to make a mention to a show that uh, has just released uh, the trailer for it. Well, it hasn't just, it's been a couple of weeks, but it's a show that I've been looking forward to and I've just been watching the uh, trailer on repeat. And that, of course, is for The Boys, which is um, streaming on Prime video so yeah get amongst that because uh, if you aren't familiar with it if you like your marvel uh, superheroes like we mentioned before doctor strange and uh, the multiverse of madness was like a horror sort of thing with with the uh, sam Raimi references but if you thought it was still too it wasn't too far this is the show for you this is superheroes like oh crazy full-on like you know it imagines this guy Superman, but as if he was like a narcissistic, self-obsessed, uh, like mummy's boy. Like uh, he's got so many issues. Like you know, um, 
pent up and he's also got laser vision so it's a lot of fun out there and it's a great show but I want to play the sound for it but there's just too many F-bombs there's too many naughty words in that for you but um, once you put the kids to bed then you can watch that with earphones on um, so yeah I, I, have you guys seen that at all or, or what's a guilty pleasure that you guys have? Oh, I think the boys right now seems to be the big one I'm waiting for I know right it's just so, killing me for that yeah. to, to come out please 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 now Yes, oh, I know. Yeah, oh, oh, so many things. I want to say things, but there's too many spoilers. <laughs> but yeah. I watched No Time to Die the other night. Now it's open for streaming at home. Beautiful. I was able to watch that again. That's just, that's, love my James Bond. Love watching that stuff. So it was really good to, to see that guy. That's right. And they've um, announced that the new James Bond has been released as well. Um, Hasn't uh, it? Because I was going to say, I was crossing that over my head with the Doctor Who, because I do believe that there is a Doctor Who that's been uh, announced. Or, or at least there's going to be a new one. I'm, I'm yeah, not... yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they've got well. They've come out and said that they're not ready to, to present anything yet for the next Bond. So yeah. you've still got a chance, Richard. <laughs> no, I'm not looking to get in there. Um, I don't like. I like my my martinis fizzy and shaken, so that it fizzes over the top. I'm, I'm right. terrible. Would you like a Flashes fun random James Bond fact? Oh, sure. Why not? Okay, so we all know that Roger Moore went on to play James Bond, but did you know that they originally wanted Jeremy Irons to take on the role? Jeremy said no, passed on it, and it went to Roger Moore. Wow. Wow, there you go. Who was older than Sean Connery, I think. Yeah, yeah. Quite frankly, I would still like to see Jeremy as a Bond villain, but that's just me. Yes, oh, that's it. Yeah, pass well, on. You've got him as Scar. That'll, that'll probably work. Yeah. And Gruber. <laughs> Do you want another James Bond fun fact? Yes, please. Go for it. Sean Connery wore a toupee the whole movie. Really? Yeah, yeah, he's so bald. <laughs> Premature balding. Oh, there you go. What happens to some yeah. of the best of us? Um, well, I gave you a point for that because there's another fact in there. So points are abound, can go all over the shop and at any point. Uh, it, it's, it's not necessarily about the points here. It's about having fun. So feel free to ramble anybody who you have in the house along to play along at home. Share them the link and they can play along in the chat. Um, feel free to help or hinder our guests up here because they're going to be looking at you guys out there in the chat for the answers in our first three rounds. And then in our fourth round, it's up to you to get all of those points. And so our special guests here are going to be trying to help you guys out in 10 questions that are multiple choice. Care of our Quizarina Queen, uh, Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons. That's right. Good stuff. And so I think that it's a good time to bring up the spin wheel so we can show you guys some of the games we're going to be playing tonight because we do have a new one, um, which I I, oh, sorry, I didn't post it. I made a video and I was going to post it up there, but yeah, it was going to be telling you guys what it is. But hopefully you guys not, know your dinosaur knowledge. Our games tonight are You Bet Your Life, Talking About Your Generation, Chrono Loco, X Best Beasties, and of course, we've got the leveler up there. And then we've also got the other ones. We've got player's choice. We've got team Jason, team Tegan, viewer's choice, and spin again, which is my personal favorite. So team Tegan and team Jason, if they land on that one during your spin, then you're going to get an extra five points. Yay! So if Tegan, if it was your spin and you landed on team Tegan, then you would get five points. Yay! But you don't want to land on team Jason because then you would lose five points. So yes, you don't want to do that. Um, beautiful. Awesome. Uh, we, what else have we got that I haven't mentioned? So viewers' choice as well. That is up to you, the viewers out there in the chat. You're going to jump in there and tell us which game on the choice of the lists that you want to see us play. Uh, and 
also, if you go on to player's choice, then our players, our two players tonight, Tegan and Jason, you get the choice to choose which game you would like to play. And of course, if it lands on your respective thing and you win those points, you're going to be able to choose the game as well. Just off the bat, are there any of those games up there that, like, you know, tickles your fancy, makes you go, oh, I don't know what the games are, but I kind of want to play this one. Talking about your generation, I grew up on that show. Yes, awesome. So glad there's so many people in this world that don't know that show. I oh, love so that show. Yes. Well, you might then be, have an advantage because also, too, if we play You Bet Your Life, we've got questions from Talking About Your Generation. Oh. So, exactly. Uh, and in this case, uh, we've also got a top and tails. So the tops and tails are going to be done by um, Quiz Arena Queen Rihanna Elizabeth Irons tonight. So our first and last questions in that would be from previous Quiz Arena episodes. So, yeah, anyone who's seen the episodes previously, you might have a good chance in that one. And the middle three are going to be from Talking About Your Generation. We're going to have one from Generation uh, baby Boomers, one from Generation X and one from Generation Y. So, good stuff. Uh, hopefully it's going to be a lot of fun and you guys will have a lot of fun out there as well. Good stuff. What about you, Jason? Do you have a favourite that you're liking the look of? Oh, I think, I, I don't mind that. What was the, 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 the El Best Beasties? X Best Beasties. Yes, it's a nice tongue twister. I, I kind of like my tongue yes. twisters. So, yes, that's been a, a, a one that's been in the works for quite a while. Months, I want to say. Um, we had, that's why we've got like the Stinger, uh, Lux Voco as well made that uh, and uh, everything. So it's uh, a new one there and it's going to be hopefully a little bit of fun. It's pretty much a, like a 50-50 choice. All of these games have a gimmick and hopefully you'll have fun too. But Corona Loco is up there as well. There's going to be six movie posters and you've got to put them in the right chronological order. Otherwise they're Corona Loco. Uh, and the leveler. We're going to give you a riddle. If you can answer the riddle correctly, then, as I said before, we're leveling your points out. Good stuff. Spin again as well. My personal favourite. We're going to spin on that one. And talking about your generation has the choice of four different games to play. So there's so many choices. You can wet your whistle. Uh, and uh, shall we jump into games now? I think it feels like a good time. We've, we've, we've procrastinated enough about the wheel. Let's give it a spin. But before we give it a spin, we're going to have to give a coin a flip. And we're going to determine that by asking Tegan to decide whether or not she would like heads or tails. Which would you like, Tegan? Uh, heads. Heads. Beautiful stuff. You're going to choose heads. Well, let's have a gander and see if it's heads. Oh, tails! So Jason's going to be spinning on our first round. And so let's go into it. And we have the chance at winning any of them up there. Let's spin that wheel! Notice the choir there because it has taken us so long to play this game and it's been one that I've had to add more and more gimmicks of. And I think the Patreon subscribers are the only ones who have played this. Am I right, Rhiannon, in that? That's right, yes. Awesome. Well, we're going to give me a second whilst I change around some screens on the back here before we go into the game of talking about your generation. Have you seen this show, Jason? Oh, I think I probably crawled into it a couple of times, but... 
didn't really say too much, I don't think. So That's I don't the know. Weirdest analogy for a TV show. Well, I crawled yeah, into it. It's very like yeah. the ring. Well, you know, sneaking out of you know the, the room at night and the parents saying, "No, oh, you're meant to be in bed by seven. So you know, maybe I just had to sneak out and look at that. And that's it. You just had to get your friends. Your you know. <laughs> no, well, that's it. Sean McAuliffe as well has gone on to uh, do his own show on uh, Sean McAuliffe. Obviously, had the t- Sean McAuliffe program, but he does mm-hmm. Mad as Hell, which is a political satire show on the ABC. Uh, and so he's still doing stuff out there, and he's still active on Twitter. So get out there and uh, follow him, follow his trends, and. Uh, yeah, he is one of the people who was integral with the TV show. Uh, and episodes, I think, no, they might not still be up on Channel 9, but you can still check those out. I'm really just filibustering here because, uh, actually, this is a good uh, sports uh, update uh, for us to have, Re, if you wouldn't mind. Oh, yes. Well, you know what? This sports report is kind of a little bit different because not only do I not have a game going tonight, but... This round in the AFL is quite an important round. It's actually the Sir Doug Nichols round, aka the Indigenous round. And this is where the AFL community all comes together. Every team wears a specially designed Guernsey from an Aboriginal artist. In some cases, or particularly in my team's case, uh, one of our players actually designed it. So this week, there is a massive game. It is called Dreamtime at the G, and it is between the Richmond Tigers, my team, Go Tigers, and the Essendon Bombers. And they usually get about 100,000 at this game in particular. And I do have to say, this year, I was very excited to find out that two games will be broadcast live in the traditional language of the people uh, in the area that they'll be broadcasting. I think, for memory, it's going to be the Western Bulldogs game, which is in Ballarat. And I do believe that it might also be for one of the games at Marvel Stadium down in Melbourne. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing it. I love the Indigenous round. I mean, come on, we all know that I love my football. Mm. But the Indigenous round is one of those... It just gives you chills. It's like watching the Anzac Day clash between Essendon and Collingwood sitting there and watching the the whole stadium light up as we pay tribute to our first people. Yeah. So, yes, if you're a football fan, get on it. Tune in to Dreamtime at the G on Saturday night at about 7.30 p.m. Beautiful. Awesome. That's so good that you said that they're going to have um, uh, in uh, their own language as well, which is going to be great. Um, So it's about time as well, like, you know, getting that sort of stuff happening there. Beautiful. Uh, thank you very much for our sports update, because um, I, I know very little about sports. It all goes over my head like football, but yes, sports. Um, beautiful. Uh, let's get into the game, because I realize I'm going to do it around the other way. So let's go into the game of talking about your generation. You can play along at home and grab everyone in the house from every generation. It might help you. <laughs> As we go into our first choice of four, and your choices are thus. You either have, in going from the top left uh, all the way around in a circular fashion, we have Aussie music, Aussie music, Fozzie music, or Aussie music. So you can choose choice of four. Aussie music, Aussie music, Aussie music, or Fozzie music. Pick Aussie music. Aussie music. Well, first of all, who are those uh, people up there? 
Oh, we got Carly Minogue, we got Jimmy Barnes, and uh, here's the guy from Ice House. Yes. Anybody else? Mm. Yell them out, Tegan, don't be shy. They're full names for a point. Carly Minogue, Jimmy Barnes. Yep, you got those. Carly Minogue. Yeah? Yeah, I know Carly Minogue. That's about it. That's it? No, no! The guy with the long hair who likes the taste of flying. Uh, I was going to say rodents, but they're not rodents. They're technically somewhat... Oh, you mean Ozzy Osbourne? I know who Ozzy Osbourne is. Perfect! Awesome! Yes, you got a point. What about... Uh, have you seen Hey Hey It's Saturday at all? Or The Muppet Show? <laughs> yeah, seen both. Can't remember them, though. Like, like, I well, have seen in... Oh, good. Awesome. Well, then you may know who the um, one on the bottom right might be. Fuzzy. Yes, you got it! Yeah, awesome. Okay, so we're like, last two we're looking down there for. I'm just doing a couple of things in the background. So sorry. And <laughs> we're going to see if we can bring the chat up over the top so that you guys have oh, a chance. I have a Davies. That's what it People is. in the chat may know and might be able to help you. But, you know, they might help or hinder. So you don't know if it's actually going to be of a help or hindrance to you. So we'll find out. So the chat's up there. So oh, you've seen Tag, but you haven't seen Hey Hey, It's Saturday. Oh, dear. There you go, Overthinker might have another one. I don't know how old you think I am, Richard. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, it's just the, the... Ivor Davies. The TV references, I, I guess, yeah, Tag has been on, like, what was it, 2000... Oh, it was very recent. It was on TV screens. Yeah. Uh, beautiful. Uh, no, anybody else out there? No one is... Somebody surely out there in the chat has seen Hey Hey, It's Saturday. Ozzy Osbourne. Phil Robinson has, has mentioned it. It was before I put Oswald the chat out there, though. Osridge. Oh, yes. Osridge. 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 You got it, Jason, first. Nicely done. Awesome. <laughs> Beautiful and good stuff as we come back. So now you've got a choice of that. So whose goes first? It's Jason's go. So you get to choose one of those. Do you want to choose uh, Aussie music with uh, Kylie Minogue or, or um, uh, Aussie Osborne or uh, Aussie Osborne? Let's go Aussie Osborne. You're going to go Aussie Osborne. Beautiful stuff. Why not? Let's do a bit of Aussie. Aussie with a Y. Rocky there we run. go. Beautiful. We're going to be playing Name That T. Beautiful stuff. Well, let's find out. This is going to be a game where I'm going to come back to our screen because it's the first time I think that we've played this. But on a t-shirt, there is going to be uh, an image, maybe a logo. Who knows? It could be uh, an image from a cartoon, a TV show, something significant to that thing. Uh, and you've got to tell us what the reference is for a point. Beautiful stuff. Uh, as I come back in here and I'm going to bring up our scene to make sure that we get name that T in our background. Good stuff. Name that tea. Ooh. I know, it's all big yeah. and you get to see the secrets. Kind of one of the things I like about uh, this show is for anyone who's seen a live show taking place, you'll have moments where it'll pause or someone will fluff a line and everyone in the audience will go, ha 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 ha. The audience will warm up and say, okay, what they're doing now is they're going to reset. And then who knows, they could talk to you or like, you know, hassle you. You're or Exactly. But you guys watching the live stream get to see all of the uh, the nooks and crannies, everything in its <laughs> raw detail. So yeah, we're going to cut all this out when we uh, release the games up on a later date. But as for now, it's going to be here. But beautiful, name that T, our first game. So every reference you get, you will get a point. Great stuff. And I'm going to go back into it if it's all the way down the bottom because we haven't played this. Name that T. Great stuff. What is our first one? Yellow Submarine. Yes, beautiful stuff. You got a point. Uh, and what's another reference that might be from Yellow Submarine that I'm looking for? Ooh. 
Beatles. Yes, that was the other reference. Ah, Beautiful. I know, it's that easy, isn't it, ladies and gentlemen? So easy. Good stuff. The only thing is that I have, I always realize that when it's too late, we've got to drag it out a little bit so that the people in the chat have the chance. But also, too, it gives you guys the opportunity to steal any of those points away. So, yes, SpongeBob was a reference out there, the yellow brick road, Beetlejuice, Blue Meanies. Oh, Blue Meanies, yes. Phil Robinson, you get points because I love the Blue Meanies. Um, at one point, when I didn't have enough money, I really wanted to get a little. Um, figurini, because I saw um, one of the, the blue meanies. This is a figurine. I was like, yeah, I want that as a like, little Jareth side poster sort of thing. I was just like, they're very cool. Good stuff. Name that tea. It's all happening. It's all crazy. Let's go back into it for another one. For another point. That was the Beatles, of course, and Yellow Submarine, so you got the points. Our next one. What is the reference? And I'm going to oh, give the you the references ones. for all of that. Yes. Nice. Awesome stuff. Again, like I said, give the chance for the chat people to get involved <laughs> out there. <laughs> Brain just goes straight to, all I could think of was Vivian out there going, El Presidente! Yes! Beautiful stuff. Well, it's, it's a good uh, mention out there. Good, because, yeah, you, you've got in there, um, what was it, uh, Aid Edmondson and Rick Mayle. Rick Mayle, yeah. Yes. Oh, love them. So yeah. good. Um, we, we, of course, did Bottom which was a fantastic yeah. spin-off series. Which Nigel was... Planner, who was in that as Neil, yes. and he was played uh, Grandpa Joe in the British musical version of Willy Wonka or Charlie and Chocolate Factory that they did really? a while back. Yeah, wow. so he played the grandpa, and I was like, no, that's not Nigel Planner. And he's like, yeah, it is. Yeah. And it turned out it was him. So Funnily, he so doesn't cool. speak like that as Grandpa Joe. Yeah, it's surprising how surreal that TV show was as well. Sorry, I should do this. So yeah, you guys the wrong ones. You got the point. Um, <laughs> um, but how surreal it was, especially there was a Dawn French episode where she comes in and then for, for no reason, half a sandwich, a massive sandwich, just crashes through the roof and lands on her. It's great. And, it's, and, and, and all of them are just like, what? what's going on, Vivian? What? Wow. Um, I love when they find the oil in the basement <laughs> and they did. Vivian takes a charge, no. <laughs> and he becomes the, uh, the 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 commander in chief to, to to is it is it Mike? And he's like El yes. Presidente. Yes, yeah, and Alexi Sale as well. Another fantastic reference out there who is always in it. Like so many cameos from early performances in there. But I also wanted to make reference to the hole in the ceiling on the second floor. I just remember that being. Like, I love the architecture of like shows like this. You get to see a lot of the architecture and buildings. And one of the reviews in our raunchy reviews, actually, we're doing after this for Under the Covers. Uh, you can subscribe on Patreon if you want to get Under the Covers with Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons and I. Um, but there is a part of architecture that I'm going to be mentioning tonight, and it's a, it has to do with cinematography. It's one of the things about jumping the line that they do. And so we've all studied acting at some point, and I, I'm sure that you guys would have heard about jumping the line. Uh, and yeah, and I'm not talking about a Harry Belafonte reference. Um, um, Okay, I believe you. Anyway, the, <laughs> jumping the line. The easiest way I can sort of uh, discuss it is if two actors are talking to each other face on, you imagine a piece of string from one nose to the other nose. That's creating a line. You want the camera to stay on one side of that line if you're cutting back and forth as if one person and the other person. Because if you jump that line, it makes them look like we're, like we're kind of doing now. We're both looking in the one direction, so we're, we're both... Yeah, behind us, exactly. Ah, I was half expecting when I turned around there to look back and there was something there. Um, but uh, luckily, we're going to save that for Venkman Burn in Hell. Yeah, no ESP just yet. Um, good stuff. But we are in the middle of a round and we're already getting off on so much filibuster of uh, nostalgia. But see that filibuster? That's, that's um, what we're going to fill in the middle of answering our question <laughs> on the next one when we name that T. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. What is the reference? Mm. Oh, stumped. I love it. Cool. Out there mm. in the chat. Do you know what mm, I wonder. 
could be a mic drop moment. I, I don't know what mic drop is. Ah. I'm imagining it was Kevin Hart for some reason is coming to mind. I don't know why. Kevin, who said Kevin Hart? Kevin Hart, yeah. Yeah, I can go get it. I, I, get I don't it. know why. I think I know this. I think I know this. <gasps> awesome. Cool. Well, people in the can chat. I <laughs> yeah, yeah, as in there's no way you can get um, false points, so you can just call out any answers. Yeah, go. What, what are you thinking? No, just, it's Kanye West to Taylor Swift. I'm going to let you finish, but Beyonce had the best music video of all time. Oh, I think you actually might be right. You are uh, right. Feels good, yeah. Nicely so. done. I'm going to get you double points for that because I was stumped. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. That's so good. Uh, beautiful stuff. Awesome. Uh, yes, exactly. Dewdrop, get that out there as well. Um, and, and the Kanye as well with Raquel. So many people getting it out there in the chat. Oh, good to see. And next one uh, as well. I, I gave you another point rather than going to the next thing. But you know what? I did it, so I'm going to live up to it. So yes. Here yeah, you go. gotta hold it. You gotta I've hold it. Yeah, hold. exactly. Uh, for holding it to it, you get another point. So there you go. That's how it's. It's all above board here, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Good stuff. Our next one on name that tea. Do 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 do. What's what's that reference? Maybe this one as well could be one that's good for an intergenerational thing. So even if you have on speed dial your auntie or your grandma or even grandpa, who knows, grandpapa, you know, you can get out there and say, hi, I haven't spoken to you in a while. I love you, but what's this picture? And then you've got to then work out how to send them this picture. And them, I, I don't know. They'll probably be more uh, better with technology than I am. So you know, they yeah. won't have a problem with that. What I, am I talking I about? I actually drew this on in, in the... the, the the show I'm in currently, we needed we got this giant tunnel at the back, oh, yeah. and we had to draw some uh, some graffiti on it to make it look like a train tunnel. Yeah, and I actually drew this. Sweet, fantastic. Well, then you'll definitely know what it is. You I will. I <laughs> do. Kilroy, Kilroy was here. Yes, you got the points. <laughs> Nicely done. Mine wasn't as good as that though. That was, yeah, that's 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 a lot better. Yeah, so I'm gonna double check that because it does say. <laughs> Uh, yes, Kilroy was here, but the original was food was here. Yes, awesome. It's it one of those uh, things that does change. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. We do have another one. We have one more. What could be the oh. reference for everybody else out there? Mm. Ooh. <laughs> food was here was the Australian graffiti, <clears throat> uh, uh, which was done instead of the, the Kilroy was here. Uh, during the Second World War. Uh, so yes, it's good stuff. Ghoulfiends is already getting into it out there. Oh, look at that. Lux Spoko's coming there, Raquel, as well. Who you got to use the full one, right? Uh, sorry, the... The full one, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yes, I was going to say, yeah. Uh, what is it? We've played the game... Um, oh, what is it? Oh, one where you got to say... Uh, expletives. I call it expletives because it's basically a game about associations. It's an improvisational game where if I say fruit, you have to go around the circle and say fruit. As many fruits as you can think of. And if someone says something that's not a fruit or one that's been repeated, eh, you're out. Um, but uh, in that, yeah, I usually say movie titles. In that, I say full-length motion picture movie titles. And in that, you wouldn't be able to just say um, Harry Potter 2. You'd have to say Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah, you got the point for that. So nicely done. Points are that. Tegan Emily Nichols on 12 points. Jason Spidlow on 19 points. Nicely done. Is that our last one? It is for Name That Tea. Beautiful stuff and confetti. Yes. Beautiful stuff. Nicely done there. Awesome. On our first game and round there. Uh, so, yeah, Jason, you're ahead. Uh, and you've already spun the wheel, which means we're going to be going back and we're going to be having to spin the wheel for Tegan this time. All right. Yes. Are you ready? Why not? Let's 
Is there a game that you particularly want to land on? Yeah, talking about your generation. Oh, well, we just did that one. I feel like it's been taken off because we have done that one. Yeah, we can't necessarily play that one again. Otherwise, people will get too much of a fix. But there I are, know. There are three know. other selections down there. And so I kind of like <laughs> hiding it. Um, but I also stole that joke. It's I, I didn't come up with the Aussie joke. I'd love to take credit for it, but that was from Spicks and Specs. Uh, do you know Spicks and Specs, the uh, Australian TV show? I do. I didn't watch it much, but I do know it. Yes. So good. Awesome. That's it. You're the perfect guest to have on here because you know all the references that I'm dropping. Thank you so much. You good. got me on the wrong way. No, no, no. It's perfect. It's so good. I'm going to give you another point just for being on here and being amazing. Beautiful stuff. Look at that. On 13 hey. points already and 19 points. Anything can happen and it could be crazy as we go into right. another spin of that wheel. Beautiful stuff. So this is going to be your spin okay. this time, Tegan. And let's bring it up and get a spin. And a one, a two, a one, two, three. <laughs> excited about this game just because it's taken so long to get into the works and it's finally gotten here it's finally here ladies and gentlemen no confetti uh, and no sad confetti even though Lux Vocal also made sad confetti I know um, <laughs> but it means we're going to be going to a game too because I don't even think that uh, Lux Voco has seen how this game works and I have fingers crossed that it's going to work well but we're going to be having five different selections up here and some movie references that hopefully you guys will know and um and enjoy as we go into the first time we have ever played X Best Beasties. Great stuff. Here we are amongst the gorgeous. Um, I don't know, olden times. This is like the olden, old times. I know you probably think of the old west and things like that, but no, this is like the old, old days. But the way that this game works is we have uh, three uh, images up there. One is of a dinosaur, the other one is also of a dinosaur, and the last one is of a film. So you have to decide whether or not the dinosaur in the middle is closer towards the extinction of the first dinosaur or the release of the film. So the dinosaur on the left that we have there is the Plateosaurus. Uh, the dinosaur in the middle we have is the... Oh, I'll, I'll leave it up to you. I, sorry, I shouldn't be mentioning these. You guys probably would know what these all are. <laughs> throwing you under the bus so much. Uh, also, using a moment to filibuster, because this is our first game, we haven't got it as a scene, so I need to bring that up in our background source. But do you guys know what that dinosaur could be? I think it was featured in The Lost World, which was the sequel to Jurassic Park. Um, and I think he refers to it as Elvis. Elvis? Mm. Kind of hot. Yeah. Anybody out there? Brain is fading. Fading fast. Brain, brain, brain. <laughs> Pinky and the brain. I don't know. I'm a, an Animaniacs fan. I hope other people are out there, but I imagine it was oh, Pinky my, and the I've brain. I've got my kids on it on stand. Oh, yeah. 
Yes. They've been watching the new version. Oh, it's so You've good. Watched when more it... of it than me. Yes. I loved it when it was coming out. I do. I I'm hoping that they're going to be coming out with another. Uh, season of it. I, there was talks about it, and I'm really hoping it is, because it was, yeah, a lot of good stuff. Ooh, Jasper Steele could be onto it. Parasaurolophus. Yes! You get the point! I'll give you a point for that. I should give you more points for that, but you know, I'm cruel. Um, great stuff. So yes, Parasaurolophus. Uh, and at the end there... Yes! At the end there as well, we have The Land Before Time. Don't know if you guys uh, were brought up on that film. Sharptooth! Exactly! Yeah. Um, but yep, out yep, there, yep. I have to bring the chat up. That's I always forget the chat. Always, for, I'm sorry. I'm not forgetting each other. I'm always seeing it, but I'm always forgetting to drop the layer in on new games. So I, I you guys get out there can get a, a point for it. Now we have to decide where to put you. <laughs> Good. So, well, do you think that the Parasaurolophus was closer to the Plateosaurus extinction or the release of the Land Before Time? So. Obviously, you guys might be thinking that the, the dinosaurs might be closer to the, themselves and, and each other. But, for anybody who is, as likes the dinosaur and likes the branch of uh, evolution and things like this, you'll notice that there are, there's so much time of when the dinosaurs were alive. It doesn't even compare to the amount of time that we've been active and upright. Um, so, yeah. Um, you both can play as well along for this one. I'll give mm. you a point uh, each for it. So, uh, if you're cor correct. And no points off for incorrect answers. So, okay. Awesome. X best species. Is the Parasaurolophus closer to the release date of the Land Before Time or the extinction of the Plateosaurus? I feel like you're using that extinction a bit. I think that's... I think it's closer to the Land Before Time. Yeah, I agree. I think it's closer to the Land Before Time. Nice. Awesome. What, as in, it's, you're just thinking it's the way I've said it? <laughs> No, no, I don't make it so obvious, don't Richard. Period. So the dinosaurs were actually closer to modern civilization than they were to the beginning of the dinosaurs. Cool, awesome. Ah, so we got yes, you may be correct. So if we go back into this, you're going to be moving the Parasaurolophus closer towards the land before time. Is that right? I would think so. Nice. So you're both going for that one. Yeah, I think so. I like it. We'll lock it in. I just like my hotkeys and stickers. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, good stuff. Awesome. Um, and we're going to find out. And so the answer for one point is you are correct. I haven't got anything to say that you're correct besides that. So yes, you both get a point. Oh, yeah. Nice. Like we'll that. Take it. <laughs> awesome. And Ducky for the win. Oh, so good. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and do not Google the voice actress of the Ducky. Um, <laughs> it's not safe for work. <laughs> Uh, or at least uh, safer for work than I've made it sound. But uh, yeah, I gotta, yeah, it's it's just a tragic story. Um, oh. I know I'm I'm choosing to filibuster in my brain at this point, and it's not the right thing. But I'm doing things in the background. <laughs> so sorry about that. And trying to think of a way that I can stop those things from coming up. So sorry about there is in the chat that you are watching that. Uh, good, but we're on to Alpiri. Yes, we're going well. Woo! Awesome. So that was correct. So we're gonna go into the next one. Beautiful. Awesome. Uh. And so I'm just going to move this one over. Now, the thing with the these little ones on the side there, every time they're going to get smaller and smaller. Not too sure mm. how much smaller. That one's going to get smaller. This one is the uh, Herrerasaurus. I, I'm pretty sure I'm butchering all of these, but it's the Herrerasaurus. Uh, oh. Herrerasaurus. 
Um, and if not, I definitely like put my foot in it and made sure that I butchered it. So I'm, uh, I apologize to any um, dinosaurs out there. Uh, and the film at the end there, we have The Lost World. And again, for a point, what's the dinosaur in the middle? T-Rex? No, it's not the T-Rex. Allosaurus? No, it's not the Allosaurus. Ooh. Anybody else in the chat out there? Ooh, I know! Um, I should be doing this when you get the right, though. You got it! Yeah, and for an added, <laughs> an added point, what's the film reference when that happens? You got it! What film's that? Uh, that's, Rocky the Joker, Horror. that's the Joker from Batman, and it was, um... No. You no? got it! No? Oh, no, I looked at it wrong. I know, he is very Joker-esque, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, performed by an Australian performer and also a same film that um, Rick Mayall was in. Rick Mayall from The Young Ones before. Um, he played an assistant and he played opposite uh, Little Nell, who was also, you mentioned, Rocky Horror Picture Show. It is not Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah, looks a bit Being really similar, mean by saying it that way. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I tried, I tried. Yeah, but well, that, that could be a point for any point. And, and people out there in the chat have probably played this before and they would know. The actor is Barry Humphreys and he usually has a complete skull, but I had to do it really quickly and I was doing, oh, I can't remember what it is, but it's a, a quick way of doing rendering when there's no green you screen. You got it! And stuff, and so I put a brain and blood on there just to make sure it was all good. Yeah, one. Good, so the middle dinosaur. Anyone else in the chat there? No, it is not the Retosaurus. <laughs> um, it's not the Aussie, although good shout out um, uh, Overthinker 101 to the Australovenator wintonensis, which is an Australian raptor-like dinosaur that is in the Winton area. And also, these are two dinosaurs which is going to be in the next time we play this game. <laughs> but the Australotitan cooperensis, which was found last year and could be the um, largest long-necked dinosaur we have possibly found yet to date. Um, so yeah, and it's it's so cool. It's so interesting. It's larger than the Dreadnoughtus. Um, really, really cool and interesting stuff. Anyway. Anybody else out there? Last chance to get it. I feel like Darren could, could come in here and he might know. Um, just because uh, usually he's the first one to get it. He got Cabinet Maker straight away off tonight. Um, but up there. Um, it is in the ilk, like you mentioned, Allosaurus, T-Rex. So it is, it is a... Carnotosaurus? It is a shark tooth! Wait, sorry? Say again? Carnotosaurus? Or Carnotaurus? No, it's not Carnotaurus. Mm. No. But you have got the right letter. So I'm now going to say three, two... One. Ah, nice. Enough. Time is up. It is uh, the Ceratosaurus. Uh, Ceratosaurus? Yeah. Oh. I know. I had to go back a couple of times. And so it's appearing, uh, it's appearing larger there than it actually was. It probably would have been about, um, I don't know, smaller than a, a T-Rex. And the T-Rex wasn't that big. Anyway, larger though, if you were like face down by that, we were talking about rhinos before, if you are face down by that, like, you know, that'd be a no-go. Kind of looking forward to the um, Jurassic Park Dominion. Not just yes. because it's the return of uh, Laura Dern, uh, uh, Jeff Goldblum, and Sam Neill in their roles, but also, too, just the progression of this is the first time we've really got to see what the idea of the world being dominated by these dinosaurs and us working with them, which is um, going to be interesting how they're going to see it without all the blood and gore. Or who knows, they might. Um, if the Mosasaurus from Jurassic World was anything to go by, they'll be leaning hard into it. <laughs> so, uh, great stuff. Well, let's have a look at it. Which would you be saying? Is the Ceratosaurus closer to the dis extinction rate of the Hererosaurus or the release of The Lost World? Now, The Lost World, I mentioned before, there is a sequel to Jurassic Park, but this is not that sequel. Yeah. So I'll give you a point for when the release date of that was. Well, oh, I don't have to be that mean. I... <laughs> People out there in the chat could get it. I know, but anyone who has seen that, it's one of the earliest versions with claymation and stuff, and that's one of the um, 
a lot of the time when they uh, talk about old cinema and uh, King Kong uh, and, and animation, that's one of the footage that they show. The T-Rex, I think, are the Triceratops fighting. Um, it's really, really cool mm -hmm. uh, and innovative stuff. And one of the things that um, definitely gave... Um, uh, oh, what was it, Peter Jackson? The um, spurring on to do some of his earlier stuff. He wanted to do um, versions of uh, the King Kong climbing the um, Empire State Building, which is very cool. I watched a whole video about the spires on that. And I was about to go into it. Says he says might be correct. So if anyone wants to say that, closer. Oh, what did you say, Tegan? 1960. No, the other 1925. one. 1925. Yes, you got it. 1925. Got it. Good stuff. Beautiful <laughs> stuff. And now going back into it is Ceratosaurus, close to the extinction rate of Ceratosaurus, or the release of the 1925 film The Lost World. Closer uh, to the Ceratosaurus. Closer together. The dinosaurs are closer together. Closer together. So you want the dinos to get the oh close. I think <laughs> you get married. I feel like, yeah, that, that feels wrong. It feels like it should be under the covers. <laughs> we, know, we know what we mean. They're next to each other. So, yes, closer to the Herrerasaurus. Let me look at my notes. And it's like you've been reading them. You both get a point. Yay! Maybe. You got it. Yes, confetti and all of the noises. I love it. Beautiful stuff. Beautiful. Awesome. Well, into our next one, we're going to find out with our uh, ex-best beasties. We've got the Coleophias. Uh, oh, Coleophias? is uh, this one, and of course I have to reduce its size because it's an itty bitty teeny weeny and it's, it's kind of yellowed with polka dots, but no bikini. So I'm gonna take it away for some reason. It's like offended me, I meant to put the lock on, but I did. It's a lot smaller than that, but it's getting smaller every time. Uh, and then we've got the release of Wear Back as well at the end there. So points for the dino in the middle. My ex. Which one? My ex. <laughs> Look, I'm going to give you a Isn't point for that just because it's funny. <laughs> Beautiful. It works in with the X best beast. You see, yeah, points. Good stuff. It is a dinosaur that you guys would know. Oh, and it's, oh, like, oh, no, my brain's doing too many things and it's going, no, that's not, that's not the right thing. But it's kind of to do with that whole Brontosaurus thing. So the term Brontosaurus was the name given to, like, one of the earliest fossils found. And there was some, something to do with it not being right or allocated right or there was something that it just didn't work out the brachiosaurus came out but the name like you know um was synonymous and so everyone was like oh not brachiosaurus brontosaurus and everyone thought the long neck dinosaur was the brontosaurus for the longest time but then they actually attributed it to a dinosaur does anyone out there know what they now attribute the brontosaurus to and it has been mentioned already here tonight uh, and no phil robinson is not the parasaurolophus no or parasaurolophus that's wow. the, the, um, oh, uh, yeah, that one. The Scully type one. Paraceros. <laughs> oh, my brain's not, it's doing too many things. Oh, it's anyway. Yes. Um, anyway, uh, we're going to find out if you know the name of this dinosaur. Any other dinosaurs out there? It's one of the earliest dinosaurs that was discovered and recorded. Uh, this is not a, a reference, though, to Mary Anning, who... Um, Hadrosaurus? Sorry? Hadrosaurus? No. 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 Psittacosaurus. No. 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 It's the one in the middle there. It's a water-dwelling one. A lot of these dinosaurs we now found in a lot more water-dwelling ones. The Spinosaurus as well uh, slowly has evolved from being more T-Rex-like on two legs to then going oh, quadrupedal, now going into the water. Sorry, what was that? 
Oldiosaurus? No. Oldiosaurus. It's like that old Ren and Stimpy episode. What ripped out the, the dinosaurs? It's this like old guy in the museum and they think he's like, old you know, part boy. of the museum. And it's like, no, no, no. And he goes, what wiped out the dinosaurs? He goes, hemorrhoids. Really bad hemorrhoids. It's like, ah, oh, different time. No, it's not any of those. No, not the Australopithecus. No, Australopithecus. Oh, <laughs> Too much Latin. It hasn't been mentioned. I'm going to say that the dinosaur that's up there in the middle is the Iguanodon. Iguanodon. In the Iguanodon. Yes, yeah, uh. Iguanodon. And the um, Brontosaurus. Does anyone know what it's now attributed to? It does start with an A and it's not an Angriosaurus. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Allosaurus? <laughs> the what, sorry? Allosaurus? No. Uh, I thought you said one we said before, but maybe not that one. Yeah, now my brain's going. Maybe it wasn't mentioned before, and I, I have now allo allocated to that one. But it's not that one. It starts with a different consonant. No, it, it has a different con consonant after the um, the A. Um, <laughs> guano balls. No, that comes from the bats. That was the Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> reference. Yeah, collect the whole set. Yay! Apatosaurus. Uh, yes, you got the points. <sighs> Jasper Steele coming in there with the goods. Awesome stuff. Perfect work. So now we're going to get back into the game. So does the Iguanodon go closer to the extinction of the Coleophyus, the little one down the front there, or is it going to be closer to the release of We're Back? We're back. Gee, have a Saurus. Or what's it? Did you think you saw us, Rex? That's great. <laughs> and I'll give a point to if you can tell us the year that We're Back came out. They are. Oh, George of the Jungle. The 90s. Awesome. Were you going to say the 90s? Yes, that's the right decade. Yeah, right. Yes. <laughs> now it's just a choice of, was it 10? 93? Yes, you got the points. I love it. Oh. Yes, you'll learn how this game works. Yes. <laughs> Beautiful. Awesome. So, would you be placing the Iguanodon closer to the Hero... Uh, not the Herosaurus, the Coleophyus, or we're back? Now knowing that it came out in 1993. <laughs> that was before I was born, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> uh, so, well, I, I, I reckon closer to we're back. Close, you're going to say closer to the, the um, Coleophyus? Yeah? Well, no, to we're back. I'm going we're back. We're back, not way back. I thought you said way back. We're back. Way back. Oh, way way back. back. That's yeah. that Aussie accent kicking in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should all just like picked like foreign accents to do. Um, I would have bags down South African. That would have been a lot of fun. Um, anyway, um, you don't have to go with what Jason is saying there, Tegan. You could try going the opposite because you know you could be right. You, you could try going um, the opposite for more points. He's been locked in. We're back, but you could be going over here with Coleophyus. I unfortunately agree with him. Nice, awesome. That's all right. You can. Doesn't matter if you agree with him. You can go against him. <laughs> <laughs> nice, awesome. So we're gonna go over here. Both saying closer to 1993. Oh well, I guess it was earlier. I'm sorry. I'm watching the live feed and I just noticed when the dinosaur did that. And oh, that gave me so much joy. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna find out now uh, whether it was unfortunately no. No. Um, it was incorrect. I'm gonna say I'm gonna take points off for that just because there's no thing and I can do that. <laughs> oh no, I actually did say way, way, way back. Way back, yeah, now you're gonna go around <laughs> and do that. Don't try and save yourself good. now. Don't I know, I'm gonna take off a point for, for naughtiness. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Awesome stuff. You got them to spare, what is it? Tegan's on 18 points and Jason is on 20 points. Beautiful stuff. Yes, Overthinker101's out there, knows this stuff as well. 
Um, what do you know? It was way back. Yeah, awesome. Good stuff. We've got more though. We're going to find out our next one on X Best Beasties. Oh, it's already small. So on the side there, oh, it's it's a it's, it's a reference to uh, a Michael Jackson. It's not a film, but it's a uh, it's actually an attraction that he did. So I'm going to ask people out there in the chat if they know the dinosaur's name over on the left there. And what's the name of the dinosaur in the middle? Stegosaurus. No, it's not Stegosaurus. No? See the three horns on it. Becomes yeah. a tri triceratops. Yes, you got triceratops. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. And I don't the... know my dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was good. my favorite dinosaur growing up. Exactly. And on the end there we have well there is another um, dinosaur up there if you want to make a reference to it. There's another dinosaur on that image. Oh, doesn't necessarily yeah. need to be like real because like, you know they're all like artist renderings. What's the other dinosaur that's up there? Staring you right in the face. What is it? Gallimimus? No, no, no. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, we haven't answered the first one. No, it's not Comtagamus. No. Goldfishosaurus, no. <laughs> remember, the, remember, it's, it's, it's a, a quote, a, a, a reference to, I'm going to go out there and say it was a Disney attraction involving Michael Jackson and involving Kodak and involving George Lucas and involving, oh, Angelica Houston and involving um, a chorus line. It was, it was good fun, and I had the opportunity of being able to go on it in Disneyland Paris. Uh, and I don't, I don't think it's operating anymore, but it was a 4D experience. And so it was one of the early, I think it was the first 4D experience where, like, you know, things shook and there was air that blew on you and stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was a big music video, and Angelica Houston is amazing. Uh, and, yeah, it was very cool. Awesome. So, what was it? Sister Act was not the attraction. <laughs> I'm imagining a 4D experience of Sister Act. <laughs> I love him, I love him, I love him, and where he goes, I follow, I follow, I follow. Oh, that'd be awesome. I kind of want Captain that's EO. a Captain Goldberg reference up there. Captain EO is the reference, so what's the dinosaur? It is a, it's not a saurus, it's a raptor, so it might be a what? Velociraptor? No. Not an raptor. Yes, you got the point! Yes! Oh my god. <laughs> awesome. That's the way. The EO Raptor. Exactly. A little itty bitty one there. Um, yeah, tiny itty bitty. Uh, and so we're going to be having to place the Triceratops. <laughs> oh, I, of course, I haven't even mentioned the film. There was another dinosaur. The other dinosaur besides the EO Raptor and the Triceratops was what? A T Rex. Yes! You get the point! Good stuff. I'm so glad you didn't say Whoopi Goldberg up there because she is a treasure <laughs> and she's gorgeous. And if you haven't seen it as well, there is, I, I don't know if there's full like shows of it, but they have the, um, the Billy Crystal, um, Robin Williams and Whoopi Goldberg. And they were host hosting a whole bunch of different shows and things like that where they were just doing improv. And it, was, and it was insane. And one of the things I love about seeing comedians work with other comedians, including improvisers, is when you can genuinely see them laugh. And you can genuinely see that they've seen someone do something for the audience, but they've gotten the kick out of it. I love that. It's the same as when you can see a, ma a, a magician look at a magic trick and you can see them going, okay, I don't know how you did that. I kind of love that. It's that sort of like beautiful little thing that's happening in there. Um, great stuff. Awesome. Dinosaurs, yes, I love that that TV show. Look at that. Oh, I love dinosaurs, the TV show. Oh, I, oh, I'm not as good watching it as an adult now, though. 
that's it. No, but it's it's so much more poignant. I, I didn't even reference that the, the sort of stuff, especially the last episode. It's kind of eerie, but has this sort of like nice sort of like outro. There's also a great bunch of videos uh, that review them out there on the internet on YouTube. If you do love TV shows like that, I kind of like like I don't want to see a movie I just want to watch a review so I can get all the nostalgia from it so I'll do that all the time so yeah check those out there uh, I'm just thinking of the Somewhere in Time one which is absolutely gorgeous it makes me tear up all the time anyway we're in the middle of a game and I'm filibustering way too much talking about Whoopi Goldberg and her amazing stuff but that of course was your uh, Whoopi Goldberg reference as well um, with uh, Sister Act I'm sorry think Overthinker 101 <laughs> great stuff we're going to place the Triceratops close towards Theodore Rex or closer towards the Eoraptor what are you thinking? Yeah, I think My heart says closer to the film. You're gonna say closer to the film? Awesome. Yeah, I'm with the... You don't have to agree. You're being you're very very nice and jumping onto the same ship. You're Tegan's <laughs> on twenty points and Jason you're on twenty one points, so this could be the chance that you could jump ahead. Okay. Or jump behind, I guess. Or <laughs> yeah, jump in the line, rock your body on time. Okay, I believe you. Oh, sorry. So much fun. Um anyway. So, yeah, what are you going to say? Uh, Jason, uh, you're going to be saying it's close towards Theodore Rex? Yeah, I'm going closer. It's closer. Closer to Theodore Rex. Awesome stuff. And Tegan, Maybe. are you going to get a cur, or are you going to go back to the Eosaurus? I had the answer first. Sorry? What was that? I had, I had the answer first, so it's, I'm sticking. You're sticking to Theodore Rex. Awesome. I love it. You, you're saying oh, I'm not God. jumping on a bandwagon. <laughs> yeah, doing my own thing. Good stuff. Awesome. Well, you were correct. Nicely done. You both get a point. Yay! Woo! You got it! All the noises! Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. Uh, good stuff. I should have written down more information about them, but of course, the uh, Triceratops was in the late Cretaceous period. So, uh, the Eoraptor was in the Triassic. So, yeah, it's, it's a much, like, there's so many, so many. I'm not going to do the math right now, but at least two <laughs> like million years in between them. It's crazy. Uh, sorry, 200 million years. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. It's getting late. But that's because we have one more game, I think. One more round. Yes, we do. So, we have a dinosaur on the edge there, which is... Hmm. Yeah, there's a significance about this dinosaur, and I'm going to try and pronounce it. This is the Nyasasaurus Parringtoni. Parringtoni. Oh, my God. I butchered that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Nyasasaurus Parringtoni. I'm, Beautiful I'm, job. I'm sorry, I've, I've probably got that terribly wrong, but hopefully you guys will know. If any of you do know out there, what is the significance of that dinosaur? So that one is one of the most significant dinosaurs that's been up there, and I'm looking for one specific thing, it being the reference to. Good stuff. We have a dinosaur up there in the middle, and we have Jurassic Park on the end. What is the dinosaur in the middle, though, guys? The T-Rex, it finally came. It finally is here. Yes, I'm going to need the full, full name. Tyrannosaurus Rex. Oh, Tyrannosaurus oh. Rex. Don't you dare. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'm going to give you both a <laughs> Good stuff. Awesome. Um, and, of course, what year was uh, Jurassic Park released? 93. 93. Oh, I'll give you both a chance to try and get this in there. I mean, what, do you concur with that? Um... I know it was the 90s. Yes, good. Jesus. <laughs> I don't think it was at the same time as Jesus. 
No. I could be wrong. <laughs> No? I'm, not, I, I'm not too sure. I have to, to uh, check up on the books. But, I wasn't um, around, but I could have sworn Jesus was in the 90s. <laughs> was it, Jesus what, Christ what was he in maybe, Jurassic but... Park? Yeah. At what point did Michael Crichton? It was just. <laughs> it would have been a different story, wouldn't it? There wouldn't have been that all the carnage. That's it. <laughs> I'm just imagining like a, a moment where, like you know, they're going, "Oh no, the dinosaurs are getting out of the water," and Jesus goes, "Don't worry." He like touches the water, and it just all turns this. into wine, and it's just like, "I'll <laughs> all be drunk now." Why does he sound like? No, now I'm imagining him as uh, Liam Neeson. That'd be pretty cool. Um, Liam Neeson as Jesus. Yes. I have a particular set of dinosaurs here. <laughs> Riding a dinosaur. There we go. I said, Mel Gibson, give us a call. <laughs> That's right. Beautiful stuff. What are you going to say, Tegan? What was the year? 93. Correct. Nicely done. So you both got that. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. Right. Now where are we going to place that good old Tyrannosaurus Rex? We're going to place them closer towards... Oh, wait. No, before we do that... What was the long naming dinosaur that starts with the N? What was the significance? Does anyone know out there in the chat? Welcome to Jerusalem Park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. Oh, beautiful. Uh, oh, close to uh, Jurassic Park 2, yes. Well, that's it, like, you know, the whole thing. I think most of the dinosaurs that were in Jurassic Park weren't in the Jurassic weren't era. Weren't in Jurassic period. They weren't. Right? That's it, yeah. Exactly. I'm pretty sure most of them were, cre like, Cretaceous. Ooh, maybe well, that could even help you out with this because the Tyrannosaurus Rex was in this one. The uh, Nyasasaurus Parringtoni was not. At least I don't remember it, but it is significant. This is one for all of you out there that know your dinosaur stuff. So it's not the Australotitan Cooperensis. Next week you'll be able to probably, or next time we play this game, that's going to be the time that you can drop that little nugget of joy. It's in Queensland as well. So that's um, the two dinosaurs that I mentioned that are, are in Australia are in the Winton area in Queensland. One in the Cooper um, River. And I saw them today. Oh, you saw them today? Exactly. Yeah, you're right yeah. on top of it. Exactly. Good friends. Used to play junior football together. Close friends, actually. That's close. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Jane Goodall. That's it. I just want to be sitting amongst the, uh, the dinosaurs. I don't. I don't. Because, first of all, if time travel was possible, I, I'm not one of those sort of people who needs to go to space. I'm like, yeah, I'll, I'll sit back and look at it. I find the inner space far more interesting. Um, but anyway, no one has gotten it, I don't think, out there. Uh, uh, Rhiannon, please stop me if I'm just quickly glancing over them at the moment. No, nobody's got it so no? far. But did I mention it to you before, what its significance was? No, you didn't, I actually. I didn't. Oh, okay, no. good. Well, this was the oldest recorded dinosaur found. This is the oldest fossil record wow. of any dinosaur that oh, they've wow. found. Yeah, that's why it's like got a really long name as well, the, the, the Nisosaurus Harringtoni. And I should have looked up what that meant in Latin, but I'm sorry. Yes, Inner Space, such a good movie. Martin Short reference as well. I love the two play on words that Martin Short was in Inner Space. Um, so good. Um, but beautiful. So in our game, what are we going to be going on and doing? Are we going to be keeping our T-Rex close to Jurassic Park? Yeah. And his buddies over there. We're going to move him back to the earliest no. fossil ever no. found. No, closer I to think, the think, movie. So yeah. you're going to say closer to the movie, Tegan? And yeah. Jason, what are you going to say? Yeah, I, that, yeah, I was going to go movie. You're both, go oh, you're both going to be on that. We're going to find out soon if it's going to pay off for you. Because Tegan, you're on 23 points. Jason, you are on 24 points. Um, creating a great thing. Hopefully we will get the level or, or something where we can bet points if someone can get ahead. Um, <laughs> I like the status shift that plays with this game. But in the answers out there, the Tyrannosaurus was also in the late Cretaceous. So points to both of you. You got it. You got it. Tegan does know a dinosaur. Very good there. So points abound. 
So the points are thus. Tegan, uh, Emily Nichols, you are on 24 points. And Jason Spindlow, you are on 25 points. Oh, on our first game of X Best Beasties. Yay! Awesome. Thanks so much, guys. That was so much fun. Let us know in the chat as well or in the comments below whether or not you enjoyed that game and it was a bit of fun. Um, whether or not you think that I got any of the dates wrong or the pronunciations is no, and then you can put it in the phonetic. I was like, how are you going to tell me? Phonetics. Exactly. And I can look at it and cry to sleep. Um, <laughs> we do have another five of those lined up, so X Best Beasties could be another one up there. So hopefully you'll enjoy that one. And we also have hopefully coming up a point of attraction game. Um, as well, it's a good mention to uh, be telling you guys about our Patreon as well. If you become a subscriber to the Patreon tiers for Quiz Arena Live, you can see all of the live streams that go way back to episode one where I started and have 20 minutes and no audio. Uh, but you can tune into that one. You can also see uh, some of the improvisational breakdowns that we do of Improvaganza on the spot uh, and anything Drew Carey's pretty much done the green screen show as well. Um, and we break down some of the comedic elements and sort of the tools that they're using in that. Uh, it's a good sort of thing too for actors as well to sort of go, oh, I'm going to keep this in my tool belt. Especially if you go to an audition and they're like, tell us a joke, show us your personality. And you're know, going, okay. Um, but another mention that I want to do that, we also have the tier for Under the Covers, which after this is going to be taking place on uh, Patreon. And you can get involved for our raunchy reviews, which are a lot of fun. Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons crawling Under the Covers and you can join us for that. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, you can get amongst that. And I filibuster more. Beautiful! Well, it's a good time because uh, we're already... How are we going for time? We're sort of like slightly ahead, I feel? Or am I completely wrong? It is officially 9 o'clock. Woo! I don't know what that means! Awesome. <laughs> it means we're right on time. Yes! That's what I was hoping it was! Like it was all planned, ladies and gentlemen. Like it was all planned confession. <laughs> um, and the other thing that was all planned was we have a celebrity quiz master coming to us. Oh, an international celebrity quiz master. So let's find out what Gilles has to tell us from German cinema in Pop Quiz Hotshot! <laughs> Hello everyone, my name is Gilles, I'm a voice talent in Germany, known for dubbing movies, for commercials, documentaries and other things in the media business. Ich hab gestern, okay, es ist Freitagabend, war eine lange Woche. Ich gestern. weiß, dass du gestern... Mm, so lecker! Daisy, <coughs> deine Mutter und ich wollten auch gerade mit dir reden. And I'm very happy to be here in this show. Today I brought you a few questions about German movies. So listen carefully to my awful accents and try to find the right answers to the following. What costume piece from Run Lola Run from 1998 can be seen in the DFF, the German Film Museum in Berlin? Ooh, okay. What costume piece from Run Lola Run 1998 can be seen in the DFF, German Film Museum in Berlin? Have you guys seen Run Lola Run at all? No. No. Nah. Ooh, good. It's a good question then, because maybe the people out there in the chat will be able to help you. We'll be able to find out if you guys out there in the chat have seen that. And also, I just wanted to say, we've had um, Pop Quiz with Hot Shots before, but this is uh, one of our first from Germany, from Europe. So we're so happy to have Gilles on board. Um, uh, it's so good as well. Like, I love his voice. You can always tell when there's voice actors, and it's just sort of like, they take it up, and everything becomes a radio ad. Love it. Beautiful stuff. Um, good stuff. So, Overthinker's saying, I mean, the music, 
uh, Madame Macabre <laughs> as well, adding, saying it was maybe a red wig. Lux Voco saying, super rusty. Uh, oh no, that's, that's not a reference. Life. It was just life. It was their life. life. The Sorry, what was that? Life is in the museum. Yes, exactly. Their entire life record. It was like <laughs> a, a, a time capsule that we're hoping to release. But what just do you guys... Just like a Truman sort of show. That's it. Yeah, it's very meta. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Awesome. Well, people out there in the chat have been getting active. So if you guys say what those, those are, Tegan Red and Jason... Sorry, what was it? Red wig. Red wig from what? Yeah. That she was... That, she's, she's, that he has in the museum. That she has in the museum, yeah. Yeah, nice. I'll, I'll give you the point for that. Oh, I've already, I always jump ahead of this one because I never do it correctly. But let's find out if you are correct. Huh? <laughs> well, the answer is a red wig worn by Frank Appletenter. Nicely done! I thought that was a wig. Yes, I do believe that she was probably her real hair, but at certain points she did have to use it <laughs> in that capacity. So that was another game of Pop Quiz with Hot Shots! So good there. Yeah, so usually they have like, you know, stunt sort of things as well that happen. So uh, I'm imagining it could be something like, you know, that going on. You know, something like it's... Stunt um, hair. Yeah, stunt hair. Like, you know, it's stunt, <laughs> sort of like the stunt hair that you're blossoming at the moment. Is it? Was it? Did you shake your head? I looked away from the screen. And it looked like something had been glitchy. It was great. <laughs> yeah. No, that was me. Yeah, I, I just saw it again in the replay. I was just like, swingers. "That's cool." It was like a game glitch out. Yeah, it was perfect. Good stuff. Uh, well, actually, just before we do uh, continue on, I want to make mention to something that Rihanna Elizabeth Irons has been a part of and doing uh, recently, and that would be the kiss goodbye to MS. Uh, so, would you like to tell us a little bit about that, Re? Oh, absolutely. So for the entirety of the month of May, I am walking and running 50 kilometers in order to raise money and awareness for multiple sclerosis. As we know by now, multiple sclerosis affects far too many people in this world and cuts them down in the prime of their life, usually affecting people between the ages of 30 to 50. So I am proud to say that we are halfway through the month of May and I have just hit the halfway mark. We are down 25 kilometers, which means I have 25 kilometers left to go. So jump on to my social media. You can hit me up on Instagram or on Twitter. If you can find me on Facebook, congratulations. You can also go through there and click the link to my bio. In my bio, you will find a link directly to my Kiss Goodbye to MS campaign. So jump on there and show your support and help uh, raise some funds for some much needed research. Beautiful. Yes, absolutely. Oh, it's so good to see as well. I also wanted to make mention too, uh, just out there to uh, one of the things that Tegan is working on as well, the boys production on TikTok. You made a reference uh, to that because, um, is that right? You're going to be releasing a short film soon, Tegan? Uh, yeah, in the near future. Oh, we cool. are working on it right now. It is in pre, so all of the uh, scripting and scene uh, set up is just being sort of talked about and it'll be shot hopefully in the next month. Oh, fantastic. Very cool. Awesome. We'll be looking out for that and please let us know when that's happening because we'll Absolutely. be chucking that into our video description to tell everyone out there. Um, great stuff. Um, as well, I, I wanted to make mention, I, I, I also spoke about uh, what some, some green screen things before and Jason, you threw up onto, uh, I think it was your Instagram, uh, a video that you had a whole bunch of references in. I was going to say, would you be able to, I, I do believe you're wearing one of the references at the moment. 
what what were some of those references out there? Because I'm sure that all the people out there in the chat would definitely be loving oh, all of these. references. Yeah, yeah. okay. Um, well, well, Mjolnir <laughs> was one. I, I know you were holding Mjolnir. I was holding Meow Meow. Yep, Meow Meow. <laughs> good, good old, uh, good old Mr. Sparrow. Or yes. Maybe we don't talk about the Sparrow right now. Um, but yes, absolutely <laughs> wearing this. Uh, I had the Mandalorian uh, jumpsuit on as well, and oh, I had cool. the uh, the Mando helmet in the hand, just a little faceplate. I'm not rich enough to have the, the proper helmet. <laughs> One day, maybe. Um, and then behind me, I had stormtroopers working on one of the big ATSTs, and a couple of R2 walking across, and I made as many jokes as I could to uh, make fun of the use the force, Luke. Like, like <laughs> bringing sausages to a barbecue. Well, better use the sauce, Luke, as condiments yeah. or <laughs> no, anything I could. It was a, I never it was saw an no overload. <laughs> it was an overload of awesomeness. Like you know, it was about. A minute of, of just constant verbiage and, and blubber coming out of me. So no, it was best, perfect. Really. <laughs> I, it, it's one thing I love. I, I'll do it all the time. So it's good to see that somebody else do, uh, they're doing it. But it was so much. That's what I was going to say. It's sort of like um, drawn together was a TV show that I loved, and what, it was oh, very yeah. racy and stuff like that. But one of the things I loved about it was it was like a joke every second, and every joke sort of had three hits. Like you would get three punchlines in every sort of joke. And that felt like the same sort of thing to me. It, when you were wearing the outfit, I was going, what's that, what's that? And then listening to you go, oh, this reference here, and the, uh, blah, blah, blah. so that's what I mean. There were so many references in it that it just kept you visualizing. Plus also, the aspect of you looking off screen to someone that we'd want to also see who you're talking to. Yeah. But the intention of going, I'm, I want to go this way. So like, yeah, you, know, yeah. you were playing well, all of those Laban acting, uh, you know, motivations. Little behind the scenes, that was my uh, that was my script up, supersized on my monitor that I could look at quickly and That's look further it. across. But you know, I think it worked. Yeah, those big cardboard sheets. Speaking of which, um, Saturday Night Live. Um, one of the things that I I kind of now love it. Whenever they're doing a sketch, you'll notice that they'll kind of be looking over here and having this sort of a thing. It's because mm. they're reading the the, the, the scripts. So like yeah, and they're laughing at their own jokes. But I kind of find that funny. It just feels so so weird, like a disconnect of going. It's very meta and going. Are we allowed to laugh at the fact that that is funny to us? Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. The, I was watching Jimmy Fallon on the uh, the cowbell skit the other night. Oh yes, and, it's, and he's 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 splitting himself up the back like in laughter, trying not to laugh, whilst Will Ferrell's doing the, the cowbell in front and everything, and That's Mr. Walken's doing his thing. I only found out recently that Bob Odenkirk wrote the sketch for More Cowbell as well. He was really? a better Better Call Saul. He's Saul. Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tim and Eric at Awesome Joe. Great, uh, Tim and Eric Awesome Show. Great job. And Mr. Show uh, with Bob and David. All that sort of stuff. Uh, if you do see the show with Bob and David, their intro is really awesome. And there was a YouTuber actually who did this sort of like cool um, uh, After Effects thing. It's very trippy. So yeah, just be mindful of that. Um, beautiful stuff. Great work. Uh, yeah, and get out there to support the um, final 25 kilometers for the uh, Kiss Goodbye to MS campaign. We're uh, all out there supporting you with that, Rhiannon. So that's so good to see um, that you're supporting that amazing, the uh, amazingly good cause, but also too that like you know people out there can get amongst it too and sponsor as well. So show your support. I should have shown up your actual video, uh, the the actual link to your your page there. Sorry about that. That's okay. It's probably better that nobody else... It's all that. good, hon. We still have one episode of Quiz Arena Live in the month of May that I will be able to showcase it on. Yes! And hopefully we'll be a lot closer to the goals, so... Perfect. Yay. Thank you, everyone, for your support so far. It's been great. Awesome. Cool. 
Um, good to see as well. What's happening out there in the chat? We've got uh, a lot of people. Talking, I, get, I just looked up one. The one I saw was Overthinker 101 threw up. And so I'm just going, I hope you're okay. Sit down, have a breathe, have some water. That's, yeah. yeah, stay hydrated. Especially if you're going to join us under the covers. I was about to say, maybe they, they did their homework and that's why they're feeling sick. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, beautiful. Uh, and yes, everyone's out there. Mock cowbell. Um, that was not Christopher Walken. That was, that was something completely different. And um, I'm going to give you both a point for my terrible impression that I did there. But as we go into the game that we usually play every week, uh, that you guys get to try and see if you can use your ESPN or your ESP, who knows what subscriptions that you have, as we go into the game of Venkman, Burn in Hell. Great stuff. So, like every week here, we have Zena cards. Five Zena cards. So, just like in the film, we oh. are going to be, I know, right? We're going to be holding up one of these cards. Well, I am going to be holding up. You guys aren't here. Uh, it's just me and my ghosts. Uh, and, of course, Sugar Buns, which is um, my bird. Uh, it's All of these sound like terrible connotations I should be keeping under the covers, but it's literally a cockatiel, uh, the smallest of the cockatoo family. Anyway, so our selections are thus. I will go through them again. We have the black box. We have the red cross. We have the green star. We have the blue wavy lines, and we have the yellow circle. Awesome. I'm trying to angle them all so that they're not going to be keying out, also blowing out. So choose which one of those. And I'm not going to be doing any sort of trickery. There's not going to be anything tricksy or foxy, no magic Hindu shuffles or anything like that. I'm literally just going to not see what it is and hold a card up, and you have to tell me which card you think it could be. Awesome. So let's see if I can see if... You guys might know what it could be if I choose one of these cards. And there we go. So this is the card I have chosen, and I'm trying to communicate it to you out there. Maybe you guys can tune into the ESP. And also, this is a good shout-out to the Australian Skeptical Society, who are still offering $100,000 for the proof of psychic claims. Uh, you can... Uh, there's just three criteria. You bring them whatever your claim is, and under scientific circumstances uh, that, they, uh, that you all agree with, they will be tested. And if they work out the way that you claim, then you'll be able to get $100,000. This was the same thing that was done by James Randi and the James Randi Foundation in America until his passing, unfortunately, but that was a million dollars. It was known as the Million Dollar Psychic Challenge, uh, and it's still supported by, I think, uh, or at least not supported financially, but definitely encouraged by Penn and Teller and other uh, magicians out there who are trying to push that sort of thought process out there. Great stuff. Awesome. So already in the chat, we have got uh, the coroner says a green star. Uh, we've got Gulfins saying wavy lines. We've got uh, Darren saying the red cross. We've got Jasper Steele going for the circle. We've got Phil Robinson saying the red cross. And we've got Lox Voco saying the wavy lines. What would you guys be saying? Um, Tegan, what would you be thinking? What What's the card I'm holding up? My heart wants to say the circle. Nice. You want to say the circle. Good. Now, what's your brain telling you? No. Um, <laughs> and what's your liver say? And uh, his stomach just grumbles the whole time. What are you going to say, Jason? Uh, I reckon cross. Cross. Oh, okay. don't tell me how you feel. Tell me what the card is. <laughs> <laughs> Another one for the dad joke bin. There you go. <laughs> That's great. 
Yeah, I swear there's kids somewhere in the world. Um, <laughs> anyway, oh, says he's jumped in there by saying it's a black box as well. Also, too, this is for anybody else in the household or in the room. If you guys jump in there, you can all have a choice. So there's a choice of five, and I think in randomness, there is also like a 12 to 15% chance, but because there's also five chances there, you could get this correct. Uh, and K9 got it correct. Uh, our first uh, guess, I think it was Steve Mareska, to, was the first one to guess it. I've also had a couple of guesses there before. And uh, says he says won it last week, so who knows? She could know her stuff. Again, the last communication, as we find out what Shadow says. Rhiannon, what does Shadow know? Alrighty, well, I've got my deck here, so Shadow, darling. Deck it to me. Do you, do you want to do you want to tell me what Richard's holding up? Mm-hmm. Come on. What is the card? What is the card? What is the card? Come on. You gonna come pick one? I just had a terrifying thing just then because I've been trying to avoid looking at it, and I just thought, have the whole time I've been showing it the wrong way around. I'm just like, cool. Well. Shadow has chosen the wavy lines. The blue wavy Ooh. lines. Awesome. Accurate to the ghost. Bite. Oh, and with a bark as well thrown in there. there yeah, was, uh, there you go. Secure. Emphasis on the blue wavy line. Yes, exactly. Shadow knows. Uh, awesome Waltz told us originally and then was replaced quickly after that. Uh, maybe he's taken away by aliens or something like that. But let's find out if you guys got it right because the answer, of course, is... That's right. It's the green star. So Are you kidding me? The coroner got it again? The coroner got it again! Like, something's <laughs> going with him. Wow. I should have also mentioned it's two points on for a correct answer and two points off for an incorrect answer. So, neither of you guys got that. So, both of you lost two points. Damn. Sorry. Because, like, you know, he gets electrocuted um, in, in the... the the movie, so I was like, well, we can't do that. Like, you know, we haven't worked out how to do the hook you oh, up. Come on, <laughs> exactly. I know, right? We have to trust you, and then you just go, oh no, I got zapped. You know, except for the other person who actually does it. And it's just like that's mean. Good. So you've got uh, currently the points stand thus: Tegan on twenty-three points, and Jason on twenty-five points. Ooh, is still very, very close. And we still haven't played our last round, our Quiz Arena Live tournament, which is the one where everything could happen. Because of course, if you get that right, one. Point for a correct answer, two points off for an incorrect answer. Ah! It's chaos and so much fun. And, and, and a grimacy face just like that too. Um, beautiful stuff there. Um, did anybody else win it in the chat there as well? I'd like to know too, if you haven't engaged in the chat, who won in your household? Maybe like, you know, each of you took a, a chance at it. Maybe you allocated it. Like, you know, my, my dog Oscar, sometimes I'll just turn around and I'll say, okay, we're playing Cards Against Humanity and he becomes the rando Carl Drizian. So yeah, jump onto it that way. Beautiful stuff there. I know, such a close game. Such a close game. It always is. Beautiful stuff. Um, and it's always good to see you guys out there. So are you guys having fun? You're pumped? Yeah? Good? Let's go. Woo! Awesome. Um, well, good. Well, is there anything that you guys would like to make mention just before we do go into our last round? Any sort of causes or any guilty pleasures? Guilty pleasures? Bad horror movies. Oh, what, what's your favorite bad horror movie? Horror movie. Jason X. Oh, Yes! Cool. Fantastic kill. Face yes. straight into the liquid nitrogen. So Best good. Problem. I haven't seen it. Tell me about it. Best <laughs> Jason kill ever. I should know. I'm actually writing a top 13 article right now on Jason kills. So. Are you actually? I am, yes. Amazing. I was about to say, Jason, too, you can't jump in there with saying, like, you know, oh, a death. I can't say we spoil it. I mean, it's a, a, a Jason film. Of course there's going to be deaths in it. In <laughs> the gory it That's right. Like, Everybody you know, dies. Yeah, yeah. Someone <laughs> dies. It's just like, well, I don't know. I'm not going to watch it now. The best part is the end. So if you haven't watched it, you have to watch it just for the ending. Just for the ending. Awesome. Oh, oh, ending. I think I have seen it. I can't remember. But you've mentioned the um, a horror movie and like uh, a freezing element. And I can't not 
remember. I think it was, was it Saw 3? Where there's the woman and she's tied and up. She's yeah. And she's freezing and she's yes. in like a freezer and he has to, yeah. And, and he's yeah. burning his face against it, yeah. Um, I, I try I, and get the thermostat to stop being so cold. Yeah. 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 And that was, was that the same one where they had the pig? The guy was like drowning in the pig. Yes. It was getting, yeah, blended up. Sorry if anybody out there is squeamish or eating anything at the moment. But I, that's another one of those. It's stuck in my head just because it was so... So much fun, so creative. I kind of liked it too. The whole, like, she had, there was such, like, the, the ticking bomb idea was really prevalent in that film with the, the necklace. We won't, yeah. okay, spoilers, Jason. We won't say what's on the necklace. <laughs> uh, and, we, and and it's not a, a reference to Under the Cover, so we won't say it's a pearl necklace. But another shout out to Rocky Horror Picture Show. Um, uh-huh. But, yes, of course, um, that I thought it was a great motivator and I loved the, that's the subversion of um, expectations. I thought it was really well executed in that film. Um well, here's a random fun fact about that frozen scene. She was supposed to have actually been wearing a t-shirt. However, upon spraying her with water, it was deemed to be too sexualized. So they left her naked instead. So they went, okay, <laughs> let's just go all in. Well, I guess. Yeah. Which is far less sexual. <laughs> so, uh, I was about to say, when you're up against the wall. Um <laughs> Anyway, we're going to go into our Quiz Arena tournament now. So you guys get engaged and get following in there as I'm going to bring up the thing in the background. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's, it's, it's a good time. It's good fun. There's confetti. Everything's going off. I've sort of started a little bit early because this is the filibuster that I usually do when I'm getting to that point, point there. We're about 10 seconds behind, so hopefully if you want to jump in there, do not wait for me to read it out. Once you guys see it up there, you can get in there by putting in one, two, three, or four, whichever one you think the, is the right answer. Uh, and uh, our special guests will, will be jumping in there to try and help or hinder you. And as well, special guests, feel free to ask Rhiannon Elizabeth Irons because you'll have the chance, each of you will have the chance of having one 50-50. So you could get one of the 50-50 choices. Uh, and yes. And people out there as well, they'll be... They'll, getting in the chat so you'll be able to steal their suggestions if you don't know what the film references are but there are going to be 10 questions and they are multiple choice so yeah um, exactly exactly good stuff and points are still thus Tegan Emily Nichols on 23 points and Jason Spidlow on 25 points and a very devious look there by the Quiz Arena (laughs) Queen who will not be knocked off her pedestal um Although, who knows, no. it could be a climax, a good reason to tune into our, our season one, uh, uh, what's it, uh, ending, our season one last episode. Finale? Yes, that's the word, that's the no. word. <laughs> Sorry, just <laughs> words. It's nearly 9.30. I just wanted to see the expression on Rhiannon's face because I haven't told her about it. But before we do go into that, we're now going to go into our Quiz Arena Live tournament. Play along at home and have fun. <laughs> Question number one. What kind of car did Sebastian Valmont, Ryan Felipe, drive in Cruel Intentions from 1999? One, a 1956 Packard Caribbean convertible. Two, a 1956 Jaguar XK140. Question number three. Oh, no, sorry. Number three, 1956 (laughs) Bentley Continental. Or four, a 1956 BMW 507 convertible. 
Which one? Have you guys seen Cruel Intentions? Yes, yes. I have. Oh, yes, I can't remember I have. that. Awesome. Would you be leaning towards any of them? What do you be thinking? Ooh. Uh, the Jaguar. You're going to be joining Jaguar Accord, number two. Awesome. What about you, Jason? What are you people thinking? Oh, I'm feeling maybe number one. Number one, the Caribbean. I like it. It's going with the hat. Yeah. Confetti for the Caribbean hat. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, you're just wearing that because you're just, um, you're burning DVDs. Is that right? It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Everything's no. above board here at Quizzer in Live. What's our answer, Rihanna Elizabeth Irons? It was the 1956 Jaguar Roadster. Yes, so that's a point to uh, Tegan, wasn't it? Yeah. Nice, and two points off for Jason. And ah, I know. No. Madam, Sezi, Dewdrop, Jasper, Lux, and Raquel, and three other players all got that correct. Nicely done out there. Fantastic stuff. Mm. I know, already it's tipping over there. Already uh, Tegan's ahead, so anything could happen in our last round. I love it. It's right on the edge here. Hopefully you guys will be able to play it along too. Use um, your 50-50s wisely. Yes. Oh, awesome. Question number two. In Clue 1985, what was the correct order of the number of shots fired from the revolver? One. One plus two plus two plus one. Two. One plus two plus one plus one. Three. One plus one plus two plus one. Four. One plus one plus one plus two. Oh, I, I got, like... I had a lot of fun just reading that out there. <laughs> it's surprising. I didn't think it was going to be fun at all, but I really did enjoy Ooh. it. Have you guys seen Clue? Yes. Know, right? Yeah, I've seen it a long time ago though. Ah! Yay! Awesome! Uh, well, maybe yeah, yeah. you guys will be able to help. So what's the correct order of the number? The correct order? Three. Yeah. You're going to say three, so you're going to say one plus one plus two plus one. Awesome. What are you going to be saying, Tegan? Yeah. Um... Quickly. You know what? Let's go with one. Nice. So you're going to say one plus two plus two plus one. Nice. Awesome. And locking it in. As we find out, Rhiannon, oh wait, oh sorry, I cut you off. Number three was the correct answer. Does that yeah. mean Jason got the point? <laughs> Nicely done. And oh. two point off for Tegan. Oh no. Down to 22 and 24. Nicely done. And out there as well, we got Darren, Ghoulfiends, Lux, Madam, and Jordan as well. Getting it. One plus one plus two plus one. Not but one plus one plus two plus one, but one plus one plus two plus one. No, one plus point two. is, there's one bullet left in this gun, and guess who's going to get it? <laughs> Oh, I'm trying to think of other references there, but my brain is just too fried. <laughs> let me in, moment. let me in, let me out, let me out. Yes, let me in, let me in, let me out, let me out. Question number three. Which film was the first movie to be released as a DVD and a download on the same day? One, Love uh, and Other Drugs. Two, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Three, Crash. Four, Brokeback Mountain. Ooh, the first film to be released on a DVD and download on the same day, ladies and gentlemen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What could it be? What do you guys think it could be? Ugh. Any suggestions? Don't know if love and other drugs would have had that much uh, joy. Maybe <laughs> crash, crash, yeah. and it made the system crash. Or should you say number three? What are you going to say, uh, Tegan? I was going to say three. Nice, both going for crash. Nicely done. Awesome. Well, what makes you think that? It was just like the sort of right time you think it was released around the sort of right era that that would cross over? Big, big movie, I think. Big, big movie. Big movie. Big, big movie. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Swordfish, because that was a big movie too. Unfortunately, no, you're both correct. Uh, incorrect. Lost two points. The answer was Brokeback Mountain. Gulfiends, Darren, and Sezzy all got that correct. Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. They know their stuff out there. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I, I want to continue talking about um, 
uh, Swordfish, mainly just because I saw Hugh Jackman doing uh, Music Man, dancing with Sutton Foster. And Sutton Foster is just one of the most beautiful people in the world. I don't know. I think that they're doing what like they did with Shrek, filming it on stage with all that stuff. So if you do get a chance to see it, it looks awesome. The Music Man. Old musical, might not be your favourite, but a lot of fun. What was the name of the band seen playing at the party in the third class in Titanic 1997? One, the Icebergs. Two, Gaelic Storm. Three, Celtic Women. Four, Celtic Thunder. Ooh, nice. A nice pun there too. So, in the third class dining room, when they had the dance, and she's spinning around like crazy, and getting all, all vummy. Um, what was the band? They had a name? They had a name. I don't know if it was the name of the film, but maybe this was the band that was performing. Uh, what would you be saying? Icebergs? Two. Gaelic Storm. So you're going to say Gaelic, Gaelic Storm. Storm? Awesome. We've got Celtic Women as well. We've got Celtic Thunder. Jump uh, in there. What do you think, Tegan? Lock it in. Yeah, two. Two. Nicely done. You both got it. Correct. There we go. Awesome. Jasper, Darren, and Dew Drop got it as well. Sorry, Drew Drop. I'm getting it confused with the... Um, we do movie uh, movie mashups, uh, and w in one of the songs by DJ Cumberbund, uh, he does. Um, there's, there's a guy who's uh, who does mashups, which has that sort of similar handle. So that's why I'm thinking of it. Um, good stuff. You guys both got that one. Um, do you guys like Titanic? You're a fan of that film, or you hate it? You're on the iceberg side? <laughs> I know, same with I. I. I like it too. It's a lot of fun. Kind of like going in and you suddenly know that what's going to happen at the end of the movie. It's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> you know that there's enough room for them both on that door. Anyway, um, what was the last movie produced by Great Oaks Entertainment before they shut down? One, Stuart Little. Two, Richie Rich. Three, George of the Jungle. Four, Flubber. Oh, Overthinker 101. We had a George of the Jungle reference out there before. So they're, they're listening. Oh no. Your, <laughs> your tablet devices, they're listening to you. Um, but another awesome reference and the beautiful man of uh, Brendan Fraser. So, Stuart Little, Richie Rich, George of the Jungle, Flubber, what would you guys be saying was the last movie produced by Great Oaks Entertainment before they shut down? Which oh, don't think it was George. I think, I think Flubber. You're going to say Flubber number four. Nicely done. Awesome. Tegan, do you concur? You can go I for a different... Which I one? do concur. Good. Both going for four. Flubber, another awesome film with uh, Robin Williams. Uh, and I just want to make a shout out to Richie Rich. Uh, not a bad film, like, you know, as in, but just being named Richard, it was the bane of my existence growing up. It's just like, yes, yeah. you both got and the point, though. Nicely done. Exactly. Uh, and out there, we've got Madame, we've got uh, uh, Gulfines, Lux, Sezi, Phil, Jordan, and three other players who all got that correct. Awesome stuff out there. Uh, and another adorable film. Uh, I do love, what is it? Uh, the interaction between him and the, the robot, the flying drone-type robot thing. Mm. Which, Weeble. Weeble. Oh, perfect. Love it. So cute. Um, yeah, that was like a, an early thing. It was like that Joaquin Phoenix film where he falls in love with his iPhone. It was a different sort of... Different time. Um, question number six. Greed is for amateurs. Disorder. Chaos. Anarchy. Now that's for fun. Is a quote from which movie? One, Wall Street. Two, The Crow. Three, seven, four, Greedy. Greed is for amateurs. Disorder, chaos, anarchy. Now that's for fun. Is a quote from which movie? Which which one of those movies are you from? I should have read it out in that accent. Greed is for amateurs. Disorder, chaos, anarchy. Now that's for fun. <laughs> yeah. Um. Who, 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 what was that from? What do you think? Uh, the Crow. The Crow. Nice. Yeah. Done. Confidently said there. I feel like you know. Crow. Awesome. Both saying the Crow. Nice. Jumping on there. 
Nice, good stuff, awesome. Well, uh, what was the answer, Rhian Elizabeth Irons? It is indeed the crow. The crow! Nicely done. You both got a point. Beautiful stuff. Remember, you guys have got a 50-50 out there that you can use at any time. Uh, and out there, we've got Darren, Gulfiens, Lux, Phil, Madame, Raquel, and four other players all got the crow. Everyone got that one. Nicely done. Very well. Well, everyone playing along, you know. You might People be have been on. complaining that the questions are too hard, so I thought I'd throw an easy one in just for fun. That's it. It's, it's the gamut so that everyone can get in there. Look, I, I'm... I, I, amazed. I don't think I would have gotten that one. I read it out first and it was just like, I'm confused by reading. So, <laughs> I'm amazed that yeah, everyone got that one out there. Uh, and another awesome film. It can't rain all the time. So good. Maybe I should have used that quote. Uh, oh. Question number seven. Sharon Stone once told her acting coach, I want to be good enough to work with <gasps> who? One, Robert De Niro. Two, Jack Nicholson. Three, Dennis Hopper. Four, Al Pacino. Ooh, who did Sharon Stone say that she wants to be good enough to work with who? Oh. Maybe it was one of the doctors. <laughs> so who would you be thinking? Robert De Niro, Jack Nicholson, Dennis Hopper, or Al Pacino? <laughs> I can't not say, think of Al Pacino and think, Don Cacino! Um, <laughs> it's great. Oh, De Niro? Take a load of my chocolate blend. That's right, yeah. Oh, three, assistant, of assistant. My, uh, three of my favourite actors ever. Beautiful. You can 50-50, but I've got to do it quick. Oh, yeah, 50-50? Yeah. Go. I'm knocking out Jack and Dennis. Awesome. Who are you going to go for? Quick, lock it in. De Niro. De Niro and? Pacino. Nice. De Niro Pacino. It was De Niro. You got the point. Oh, nice. Beautifully done. And out there, we've got Lux, Sezi, Madam, and Jasper all getting that correct. Nicely done. Awesome. So Sharon Stone once told her co acting coach, I want to be good enough to work with Robert De Niro. Um, and she would in the movie Casino from 1995. Yes, perfect. Awesome, because that was going to be the next question I was going to ask. You're on this is it. why we're in sync, honey. We have ESP. Exactly, yes. you got ESPN, that's why you know about sports, and I have ESPN, that's why I have the cards. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Now you have the cards. Ah! Um, Stephen King used the premise of which Western movie as the basis for his fifth Dark Tower novel? One, The Magnificent Seven. Two, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Three, From Hell to Texas. Or four, El Dorado. Ooh. What would you be thinking? You've still got another 50-50 to go for? Yeah, let's go 50-50. Another 50-50. Knock two out! Another 50-50. Goodbye, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and from hell to Texas. Boom. So is it going to be one or four? One. Nice. Four. And four. Good stuff. Awesome. Now we're working into it. You're going... Uh, great stuff. Awesome. Well, I think it's a good opportune moment because we've got 50-50. What is the answer, Rhiannon? The answer is... The Magnificent Seven. The Magnificent Seven! Hey. Yes, you got the point! Nicely done. <laughs> Beautiful stuff. Awesome stuff. 23 versus 24. So close. So close. It's going well. It's going good. And we're coming out to our last question. So this could be the decider, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Make sure that you can rample your brains and find out and see how quick you can Google in our last question of our Quizzerina Live tournament. Which we still have five seconds to go to, but like you know, you can still look up there and see that Gulfiens, Lux, Jordan, Phil, Jasper, and Sezi all got that right in the Magnificent Seven. Beautiful. And our last, well, second last question, the penultimate question in "I Know What You Did Last Summer" 1997. What aliases did Helen and Julie use when visiting Missy? One, Laurie and Nancy. 
two, Jody and Angela, three, Jennifer and Sarah, or four, Jamie and Heather. Ooh, I know what you did last summer, 1997. You guys know this one? Yeah, I love this movie and it slipped my brain. Oh, no! <laughs> That's right, quickly run through the, the whole film quickly in your head. Yeah, hold on, just let me watch the whole hour and a half. Yeah. yeah. Well, what do you think of Jason? Uh, it's, it's, it'd be a complete shot in the dark, in all honesty. Nice. Um, That's right, shoot it in the dark. I feel like... Oh, no. Yeah, go for it. What is it? Lock it in. One. You're going to go for one awesome stuff. And Jason? Three. Three. Nicely done. Jennifer and Sarah. Awesome. Let's find out. One and three. Uh, so we've still got two questions. I was wrong. So, oh, so you both got it wrong. <laughs> Nicely done. Beautiful stuff. So that we've got... was the other one I was tossing up between. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful and stuff. And sending out two. special uh, recovery wishes to Muse Watson, who underwent surgery recently. News, of course, by Ben Willis, a.k.a. the fisherman with a hook for a hand. Wow, so, yes. Get well soon, Muse. Yeah, all the best for like getting healed up and stuff like that. And, and keep the hook at a, a, a bay distance. But Jodie and Angela were in reference to Jodie Foster and Silence of the Lambs and Angela Lansbury in Murder, She Wrote. Perfect. Yeah. Oh, so good. And uh, I just found out that Bill Maher was on an episode of Murder, She Wrote. Uh, anyway, our last question, ladies and gentlemen. The daughter of which martial artist action Star Wars train... Uh, star was training for the role of Melina in Mortal Kombat 2021, but ultimately lost out to Sissy Stringer. One, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Two, Jackie Chan. Three, Donnie Yen. Or four, Chuck Norris. I'll read that again. The daughter of which martial artist action star was training for the role of Melina in Mortal Kombat 2021, uh, but ultimately lost out to Sissy Stringer. Jean-Claude Van Damme, Jackie Chan, Donnie Yen, or Chuck Norris. What are you going to be saying? I say Yen. You're going to say Yen, number three. Awesome stuff. And what about you, Tegan? I want to say Norris because it's funny. Nice, yes. <laughs> exactly, yes. Oh, it, it would be good. Um, it, it would win. I, I don't know any other references then. It would win. It would It would, it would win, that's it, yeah. The Power of Ginger. It was Jungle Van Damme! Oh! No! There you go. Two points off! For 19 and 20 at the end of our thing, and we're going to be finding out as we're going into our last one, because Jungle Van Damme, have you guys seen that? I think it was an ad. I just had a light that dropped, which is a lot of fun. We're having too much fun here. Um... Have you guys seen the ad with John claude Van Damme doing the splits in between the two trucks? The two trucks, yeah. I know, how cool is that? That's so cool. I just wanted to make I wish I could do that. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it was Maybe real. I'm pretty sure it was all CG. Um, like, again, it's it's not safe for work Except anyway. his legs. They exactly. Just, you know. And our quiz arena board reads thus. Coming in 10th place, we have Raquel with two correct answers. Coming in 9th, Phil Robinson with five correct answers. Coming in 8th, Drew Drop with six correct answers. Coming in 7th, Jasper Steele with six correct answers. Coming in 6th, Jordan M with six correct answers. Coming in 5th, Darren with six correct answers. Coming in 4th, Lux Voco with six correct answers. Coming in 3rd, Madame Macabre with six correct answers. Coming in 2nd, Ghoul Fiends with six correct answers. And coming in 1st place once again with seven correct answers. It is Sezzy Says. Congratulations, Sezzy. And again, second time's a charm. You could be close at becoming our Quiz Arena champion for season two. Three times in a row. It's a turkey, isn't it? In bowling? It is. It is, yeah. I... Look at you knowing a sports reference. Yay, sports. Sorry, we said sports. I've got to sports it up. Sports. I know, mainly because um, I, I when I got one of those, I, I didn't know that that triggered a stinger. So now we're going to have to get a turkey stinger. And hopefully if Sezzy Says joins us again next week, she might be able to win the Quiz Arena tournament one more time and become our Quiz Arena champion 
for uh, season two. <gasps> I know, it's going to be a lot of fun. Beautiful stuff. So congratulations out there, Sezzy Says, and everybody else out there in the chat who are playing along. And also anybody else out there, if you are playing along at home, uh, congratulations if you were this week's Quiz Arena champion. And our points with our special guest stand thus. Tegan, Emily, Nichols, just behind on 19 points. And with one point ahead, Jason Spindler on 20 points. Yeah, baby. It was like this the whole time. <laughs> this the whole time. I love it. Beautiful stuff. Thanks so at all. least you know it's fair. As much as it might be chaotic, this at least I feel like was one that you could play along at home and you really could see where it was all working. Um, you had the powers of piracy working for you, I feel like, Jason. Arr. There was a tactic in there that we're not going to be allowed to talk about on air. <laughs> yes. Something involving a bed. Anyway, um, everybody else as well out there, thank you guys so much for coming along and joining us. Uh, it's been so much fun to have you guys interacting with us, dropping all those little hints, your nostalgic fun facts, as well as a little trivia stuff as well. Uh, and as well to all of the joy and love that we are sharing in our community out there. It's so good to see the back and forth, the little conversations that you're having. Uh, so supporting each other through unity is something that's really, really good. And hopefully this will be something that we can be contributing all around the world, not just to Australia, myself, here in Sydney uh, and uh, Jason you're in Sydney as well I think you're, we're both Connect. in New South Wales represent and then we've got up in Queensland we've got Rhianne Elizabeth Irons and Tegan represent yeah. exactly there's a state of origin thing and I don't know sports so I'm, I'm worried about what's going to happen and I'm going to try and come up with a gimmick oh <laughs> honey for starters just because I call Queensland home doesn't mean I'm a Queenslander I'm a Victorian <laughs> a severely displaced Victorian yeah I'll be going for the ball uh, I'll be like wearing Wilson paraphernalia <laughs> wrong sport <laughs> Wrong sport here. Anyway, um, <laughs> thank you guys so much, uh, Jason and Emily. Uh, 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 sorry, Tegan, Emily, Nichols. I wanted to. I know. I just. I see that it's right in the middle there. I was just like boom, like that. But I was going to say. My middle name stands out. I know it does. Yeah. But I was going to say, is there um anywhere that you would like to be mentioning that the people out there in the YouTubeiverse could find you? Just my Instagram at the moment, or the TikTok account that we had up before. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Boys Productions, which will be dropping soon. Awesome stuff. Great to see. And what about you, Jason? Whereabouts can the good people out there find you? Oh, I think you can find me on Instagram and YouTube, but right now in a show called Earth and Sky with Castle Hill Players, if, yes. uh, if you happen to be out that way for live theatre. Perfect. Absolutely. Yes. And we do have the link for that in the video description right next to your name and your Insta handle. So thank you guys so much, really so much for coming on board. And uh, we do uh, actually make a good shout out uh, for something that I've forgotten to do. Um, virtual Escaping has a... Uh uh, escape room, a virtual escape room. So if you guys are any good at escape rooms, we would love to have you back here for when we do our special event at the end of uh, Season 2. We're going to be asking all of our Quiz Arena um, guests to come back on and help us try and get off the artifact aisle. It's going to be like a light and fluffy one. It's like a, a, a beautiful sort of like Indiana Jones sort of quest. So Yeah, we say that now and then some boulder will try and squash us or something. As yeah. long as there's going to be math that we can rely on you, Rhiannon, <laughs> it'll all be good. <laughs> Because I, I take my hat off every time, uh, and, and I think it's a lot of fun. But it's that camaraderie. It really brings us together. And we've worked out a way that we can do it um, with, with this sort of thing. So it doesn't matter if there's going to be 20 guests. Um, the, the room, I think, allows six people to actually play in the interactive space. But who knows? We'll have a party along there. We'll be having mimosas in the background, and it'll be a, a great old time. So Tegan and Jason, we extend that along to you guys. So thank you guys for coming along to there. And um, good to see you again. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, thanks, guys. 
Yay, awesome stuff. And of course, again, Rihanna Elizabeth Irons. I want to make mention too, uh, because up next, uh, you're not going to be running away, are you? I hope not. You know far no. too well. Exactly, of course. Because you and I have something very important to do next. Our raunchy reviews under the covers. So I hope you have your mm -hmm. riding crop ready and um, are you prepared for it? Honey, I got more than my riding crop. And ladies and gentlemen, you will be coming to bed with me because shadow's well enough. So uh, we'll see you soon under the covers. Well, here's a tip. What happens under the covers doesn't always stay under the covers. Join Quizarina Live host Richard Lovegrove and erotic author Rihanna Elizabeth Irons for a night of debauchery as they give in to dark desires. can jump onto Patreon over there, become a subscriber on a uh, Under the Covers tier, and you can join us Under the Covers to watch this raunchy review, which is going to be a lot of fun. Some Halloween it fun. Is. Even though it's not the season, it will be the season to be joined. Um, great Halloween stuff. is a lifestyle, my dear. It's not just a day on the calendar. That's yeah. it. It's a lifestyle choices. Exactly. Choices. Um, beautiful stuff. Uh, well, that's a good time to lead out there. Thank you guys so much, Jason uh, and Tegan. Again, thank you so much. So good to see you there. Uh, and we'll hopefully be able to see you out there in the world doing your amazing stuff very, very soon. Thank you again, Rihanna and Elizabeth Irons, everybody else out there in the chat. And we hope that you guys have a great little time here. Who knows what could happen in the future. Next week, will I be able to wear something different? Will Tegan be playing along as well like we usually rope in guests a second time. Will Richard think of a funny third thing to say in the outro? Well, you'll have to find out. Same bat time, same bat channel here on YouTube with the Quiz Arena Live. Thanks so much, guys. Have an amazing week and enjoy yourselves. Rock on! sun never sets on those who ride into it. We just gotta keep going!